like a tribe does before this did you really know what live was comprehend to the track force why cuz getting mentions on the tip of the vibe buzz rock and roll to the beat of the funk fuzz wipe your feet really good on the rhythm rug if you feel the urge to freak do the jitterbug come and spread your arms if you really need a hug afrocentric living is a big shrug a life filled with that's what i love a lower plateau is what we're above If you diss us, we won't even think of We'll nip of the dog and give a big shove This rhythm really fits like a snug glove Like a box of positives, it's a plus love As the trial flies high like a dove
I hope you guys enjoyed that last tune. That was Can You Kick It by A Tribe Called Quest. And I just want to let all the you blockheads out there know that, yes, yes, you can come kick it. The block is hot. This is your house too. My name is Famous Amos, a.k.a. Mr. Unidentified. Oh, let me get some horns over here. A.k.a. Your Mother's Last Mistake. A.k.a. Soul Brother Number Three. A.k.a. He Went That Way. A.k.a. Pinky. And last but not least, Billy Bordeaux. And this is the Block is Hot podcast. Unfortunately, your co-host, it's Tim Redhose, a.k.a. Timmy Bustnuts, a.k.a. Plotho Got Stacks, cannot be with us here on the block today, but it's okay because we have a very special guest joining us. And before we go ahead and introduce him on the podcast, I must say, Fear and loathing on the campaign trail of 1972 is a fantastic read. Okay. When Tim comes back on the next episode, we're going to go ahead and discuss this book in a further detail. But my God, I think once you read this book, you'll understand kind of the game of politics and why it's such a a game, a facade, kind of like um, Parliament on the UK. It's for show. There's things that they do in order to maintain the illusion of authority. Or maybe that's just a conspiracy theorist talking on a conspiracy podcast. Who's to say? Comic book of the week is going to be the Dresden Files that is available for free on Amazon Fire. I mean, Amazon Kindle. So if you have Amazon Prime, you can go ahead and download this comic book on your e-reader and you can read this shit. It's really dope. It's actually uh, drawn by one of my favorite artists, Chase Conley. And the book series that is one of my favorites, The Dresden Files, is now seen in a artistic representative of one of my favorite artists. So go ahead and check that out. Give them the downloads. And that's going to be it for the introductory segment. And now that we're here, let's go ahead and introduce our special guest on. Go ahead and uh, speak into the microphone and make that voice magic. What's up, what's up? This is Lunar Farms here, a.k.a. the Globface Killer, a.k.a. That's all I got. I'll take that if that's all you got. Well... I mean, so, I mean, before we dive into just the, the, the basics, go ahead and tell us a little bit about yourself, you know? All right. Yeah. Um, I'm 29, living in Southern California. Profession, I am a marijuana grower. I think that's going to be a big major of topic here. Yes, that is going to be a... It's, it's going to be a major topic. It's not going to be the main topic, you know, because I know some people may think that that's a boring issue. I hope you do not because we live in Southern California. But this is going to be, I would say, the most in-depth podcast that you're going to get regarding 
the industry of marijuana from the average Joe, I would say. Let's just let's say that. That's a good way to put it, yeah. You know? But um I I, I met you, you know, just at a, you know, random day. Happened to stumble upon an arcade playing some video games. You know, I know that you're interested in that. Oh, yeah. So, uh, spent a lot of time playing video games. But, but tell us more about this, uh, the, the marijuana side. I mean, you say you're a grower, you know, what, what's your opinion right now as far as with the whole, um, the tinctures with the vapor cigarettes since we're, since, you know, like the, the vapes, the, cartridges yeah that's what i was gonna say okay yeah just so you guys know and i want to be fully transparent because um i may sound a little bit off right now but um it's gonna be wearing wearing down in a few minutes i am baked out of my fucking mind okay and um it's gonna be uh interesting and before we even get on this topic tell us about what we just hit because i don't want to i don't want to forget about that i gave him a dab out of something called the focus carta Mm -hmm. and it's pretty much a rig to take dabs out of of like pipe pretty much that heats itself up battery operated if you break it down internally it's just like a vape for dabbing there's a little bong attached to it but it's really cool for on the go and it got us both really fucking stoned yeah i mean it's probably one of the most portable ways of smoking a dab because i think i've said it on a later podcast or I'm sorry, an earlier podcast that um, my whole problem with actually using dabs was that it was really cumbersome. Like you have to heat up the little dab piece to a certain degree and then you have to make sure that it's cool. Then you have to dab it. That's yeah, a whole process. It's, it's really, yeah, it's a whole process. It's like drugs. Bingo. And it, it made me think of like, and to say less cruelly, like the cocaine plant. Yeah. You See, know, I, you, I, like I don't feel that way because I take... I'll take normal dabs up when I'm at home and not hitting this. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I love dabbing all around, but like people have told me that so many times. I'm like, I see what you're saying. Like, it's not just like packing a pipe and hitting it or rolling a joint and sparking it up. Like you have to go through this like step-by-step process just to get this like big shot of THC to mm-hmm. your fucking brain. And like, even the way it hits you is almost like drugs as opposed to like smoking a blunt where it's like a slow onset, you know, it's like you just took a blunt in one hit almost. And don't get me wrong, because it's not like when I say whenever I make that reference, I always have to distinct it because I don't like to make it seem like it's a negative. You know, I say cocaine because it's like if you chew a coca leaf, you can get a little burst of energy, synthesize it into coke, party synthesizing uh synthesizing the crack yeah and then it's like so it's it's like the crack of weed (laughs) yeah and it's but for me though and i'm this is because i'm lazy it's the same reason why why um i ride a single speed fixed gear bike is you have to make sure that it's at a nice temperature otherwise you might waste it and if i buy a nice amount of some wax and i'm burning the shit out of it and i'm not maximizing the potential to get a nice good uh you know I time everything, you know, like I'll time how long I'm heating it for and then how long I'm letting it cool for. So like I have little like alarms like that's what I'm saying. It's a whole process, you know? Yeah. But that little rig that you actually said, say it again. I know they're not paying for it, but you never know. We we show love. Focus Carta or Focus V Carta. And it's awesome. It's there's another one called the Puffco Peak and it's a similar thing to it. But this one has like a couple more options being that you could like Wi-Fi connect it and control it with the app on your phone. No, 
it's cool man it it does the job like no doubt it does the job it's probably one of the most cool because i remember about maybe uh what was it 2000 and uh probably 2012 2010 ish when the little pens started first coming out around here yeah like a video where you would have to like load your own wax into mm -hmm. and to see where that industry has gone in the in the past few years just like wow oh yeah you dude. Know. that i mean that's i feel like that's going to be big focus on our topic because i feel like with legalization it's changed so much for the marijuana industry because like so many people could start diving in and you know start inventing things and doing research and all that without being ashamed or scared or having to be low-key about it you know they're getting paid now to use their degrees to invent new things for marijuana where like you know 10 years ago distillate was a thing but like nobody knew how to do it and then it becomes legal and all these chemists are getting their hands on it and they're making distillate and all these vape pens are coming out now and it's just crazy what comes out of you know, there's good and bad that comes out of it. And I feel like that's one of the good things that came out of legalization. That's good to hear because, you know, this is a big reason why I wanted to actually have this conversation with you because you're the only person that I know personally that can vouch for it. Because I know uh, other people that do grow marijuana, but they, they don't see it as the entrepreneurial side. You know, they just do it as, hey, I can grow some really good weed at my house. Yeah. You know, you may know this young fellow. Starts with a T. Okay, yeah. So, <laughs> so, but you and... And like, I was like that too. I started growing. I was just doing it for myself, for the love of growing and this and that. And I, I that's a good way to start because like when you're not going to be good at first, you know what I mean? I'm like, I tell everybody that you're going to your first couple of plants you probably won't even want to smoke them you know <laughs> but i started growing in my closet when i was 18 just because i like loved it and i upgraded to tents and this and that and one day i got laid off from work and i had a grow going already that was like pretty good size that was making me money and like i realized that if i just dedicate this time that i was putting into work into weed that i could be making a lot more money from weed than i was from work and like i told i went to school i got a degree like I have a bachelor's in electrical engineering and like I was working in the field and all that. And like, I just, I, you know, one day you got to realize like what you love to do and what you really want to do. And if you have that opportunity, like I did, I jumped on it. I wish I had my soundboard so I could give you um, a round of applause because it, it's not like the, the story that you just said right there is exactly why this industry should not be illegal federally and we are passing things on a on a on a state by state basis but people can still get fucked over by the feds when they're trying to do the most good and and legality is not a good thing in the end because legality is pushing people like me out of the out of the market out of the business you know what i mean it's pushing me into the darkness of the shadows like one day they legalized it which i was against if you know i was telling everybody vote no vote no vote no because i saw what was coming out of it and then one day when the law took effect what i was doing went from being legal to illegal just like that just a snap of like all right because of this day we we're changing the laws now is it safe to talk about the process prior to legalization or is that something that could potentially potentially sorry remember, you know, 
is it potentially you know harmful for you to say what the process was prior to legalization what do you mean process because you know earlier in the podcast i I told the listeners that i met you playing you know through video games Mm -hmm. which essentially is kind of true yeah but i've known you a lot longer than that and i've always known you as someone who's had an interest in the entrepreneurial side of marijuana all right. so, <laughs> so, like, so what, what, what is that process? Because that, I mean, that, that's, that's like some ballsy just, shit. I've it's like always loved it, man. I've like from high school, like I sold it just so I could smoke it for free. You know what I mean? Like where a lot of people were selling it to make money. There isn't a lot of money unless you're selling like a lot of pounds. And in the end of the day, you're only making enough to smoke for free or you're not smoking at all. And so that was that's what I was doing in high school. And like as I grew up, I just started getting more and more enthralled with it and like I, if to me it was never like oh this is illegal because like it was nothing everybody around me did it everybody was open about it it was in all the music it was on the tv shows like the only people around me that were saying it was bad were my parents but like i was a rebellious little kid at that time so like they could tell me anything's bad and i'd be like yeah whatever but everyone's doing it and i'm having fun doing it so this is what i'm gonna do you know what i mean and i'm sorry i'm baked too i don't even know if i answered your question with that no that, that was actually good and i like the fact that you're uh, you're giving us this information because i personally think that um i personally think that this information is good to hear because at the end of the day like i'm putting you on front street you know but this is something that a lot of people want to do, but they it's not something that can be taught. It's not something that can be encouraged without it being frowned upon. Um, but as I'm saying that, I just noticed that I'm having some low recording space at the moment. So I'm going to take a brief pause and we're going to come back to this. I'm going to fade out and then I'm going to fade back in and y'all ain't even going to know that shit. So, just <laughs> chill out. And we're back. I hope you enjoyed that little intervention that we had. It's going to be a little bit of dead space. You may have heard it. You may have not. I may have fixed it in post. Who knows? We are smoking on that good old fashioned California fine pine or I would say California maple syrup. Back to the previous discussion. We're talking about a man who saw the early opportunities of the entrepreneurial side of the legalization of marijuana potentially, but had to still be a part of the underground railroad, the grassroots bootleggers, the underground crews of NASCAR, all that shit that fucking America is made out of, you know, this is the, like, the weed industry now is as close as to what we're going to get to as reliving the fucking recession of the early 1920s. Okay. Think about it. We're about to be in 2020 and look how fucking crazy weed in legalized uh, legalization has gotten. So it's corporate. It, it it's turning weed to corporate. That's you know what I mean? Like like i'm not gonna say all the legal weed grown out there isn't good but like majority of it like these people don't know what they're doing and they're just investing their money hoping that they can get a lot out of it and then you know it's not good and i find a lot more 
things on the black market and I find better people on the black market that I like to deal with and that I trust more than people with dealing in the legal industry. It's all these like cops that used to be against weed now are owning marijuana farms because they see the money in it or these like congressmen who used to pass bills that put people in jail for growing weed are now owning farms or investing in farms and like it's so backwards and it's ridiculous but well mr moon let me ask you this how do you feel about pre-rolled joints uh i have a weird thing about them because like to me i feel like you should roll your own and i think you should learn how to roll your own if you don't know how to roll your own but um I mean, if you can't and that's all you can get, might as well just do it. I mean, it's iffy, though, because, like, sometimes you'll crack it up and it's rolled with the stuff they're sweeping the floor with after they trim or the weed inside of it's, like, moldy. Like, I feel about joints a little bit better than, like, the pre-rolled backwoods and blunts because those have to stay moist in the container. And what then the fuck? Oh, yeah, because they got to stay moist in the container. So, like, the weed will start molding out inside the blunt and people won't even know. And then they'll spark it up and... Okay, because this has been always my personal opinion, and it's a funny thing because Deej, he constantly will bring over a pre-rolled joint or something, and I know what it is. It's just something that's rolled and keep on top. They put some wax in it, but it's just dirt weed. And I, like Every time, I'm like, yo, let's just cut it open, and I'll re-roll it because that shit is bullshit. Yeah. And then, like... I've cut up previous ones. I, I bought one from the clinic just to show um my girl just so just to show Jasmine. Just like I was like, cut it open, open. I was like, this is this bullshit. Like, yeah. and if you want to see the bullshit of the weed industry, there's a page on Instagram that goes by Blacklist XYZ or something like that, and they'll show you like they'll do that. They'll buy like a whole box of pre rolls and slice them up and be like mold, 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 or they take vape pens that people are taking on the streets and they'll go get that shit tested and tell you exactly like oh this is the pesticide that you're smoking and this is the you know fungicide that you're taking in and this and that and like well what's the name of that instagram page do you know off top or is that it, something we'll look through it's later on while no like the blacklist xyz but okay. if you go and search for it i'm sure they're shadow banned and it's not going to come up like Cause that's just the way Instagram is with stuff like that. It's funny. I was experiencing uh, some instances of shadow banning. That's ridiculous. It's funny. Sam, uh, Sam hit me up and he was like, "Hey, man, like I'm trying to like your stuff, and every time I like it, it's being, it's like a few seconds later, it's getting unliked. He's not doing anything. He's liking it again. Unlike, unlike. I've gone and searched for your podcast like through the search before, and it didn't pop up. And another, there's like somebody else that goes by the block is hot, but like he doesn't, or it's like the block is hot podcast, but like he doesn't <laughs> like. It seems like he's not even active or has a podcast. You know what I mean? Like it he all just happened after fucking China. He, Fuck you, China. China. Like, like, real shit. He just took that name, like, just to like fuck with you almost. But like, your name didn't pop up is the thing there. And like, I knew it wasn't you right off the bat. I'm like, luckily we had our like DMs going that I could like find you through there because I was trying to show somebody something you posted. I gotta really look at that because like, when I look at Google, I still pop up. But at the same time, if it's not popping up on the main platforms that I kind of use to kind of reach the audience, like, I have a discount, uh, Discord. Shout out to the Discord audience, by the way. I know I lag on that shit, but uh. I'm not gonna lie, social media is taxing and I also paint on the side. Search me on that. But back to the weed industry. <laughs> You're very well versed because I know that you know how to produce the plants, 
But how does one get into actually reaching out and uh, contacting a dispensary, reaching in and developing the relationship within these communities to allow someone to actually start selling cannabis? I mean, when I started, I had already been selling cannabis for a while, like just, you know, so I knew people that I could call that I was buying from at one point and tell them, hey, I have this much weight. And then after, you know, sometimes like I had more than I could get off and I just went into sales mode, man. It was legal at the time. So I was just cold, cold calling dispensaries and be like, hey, I have this, hey, I have this, hey, I have this. That's well, how it works. Like what if they're just because I mean, it's illegal. So we have to like, I mean, are you a cop? I mean, like a lot of the times, a lot of them would say, no, no, I'm like, I'm not, I'm cool. I'm cool. Like this and that. But majority of them were just looking for someone to give them weed for free and then pay them back later. And like, that's what you got to look out for. Cause like, then I'm, I'm not going to cold call somebody out of the blue and be like, Hey, I have this. And they're going to be like, Hey, run it to me and I'll pay you when I get it. Cause I don't know this person. I don't know how to reach them again. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's what all of them are looking for. So it, that's the thing that got hard is finding someone that you could actually work with. And like, I, you know, you do stupid things. I've gotten jacked by them before and stuff like that. And Word, like... Oh, yeah, like, I had somebody that I was working with for a long time to, like, I d- thought I could trust them to front them something. And, like, it was only a couple hundred dollars worth, but, like, he's, you know, stopped contacting me, erased my number, this and that. And, like, I got back in my own way. I put his, uh, like, just, like, the number he had up on Weed Maps that people were calling him from. Mm-hmm. I put it up on uh, Craigslist as, like, a prostitute or something <laughs> i was like yo send me dick pics i'm like i'm just into rating dick pics like tell me show me what you got and i noticed he had to change his number on weed maps so i was like cool i'm doing it again so i did like four times to him so <laughs> like, get to keep, like I, I don't know it was one of the things where, like I, it wasn't enough money for me to be like oh i want to go hurt him but it was enough for me to be kind of annoyed about it to like want to fuck with him yeah i mean that, that, that's that's some real shit that's some real mature shit i would say within that type of industry because i mean some motherfuckers would take that shit super personal oh, but yeah, like you dude. know what? i know like, people that would have gone and tried to like break his legs for a couple hundred dollars and like and i bet that's got to be kind of scary and, yeah, and no, kind of creepy sure. too like because yeah. i mean as far as i'm concerned you've never been really like a violent dude yeah, you know it's kind of chill you know i mean i don't like to think i am i've gotten in fights you know i've gone in all who hasn't gotten in a fight yeah exactly like everybody has a temper everybody. i question a man who hasn't been punched in the face at least once yeah in exactly life. but like i don't i try to avoid fights if i have to especially at like almost 30 like i don't need to be oh no no, no that yeah. shit you know like that's stupid now like that's any no reason to do any that. grown man who's getting actively in fights and 30 you are a man child yeah that's the definition like the only reason why you should be fighting at 30 is to protect like your girlfriend slash wife there's certain reasons why you should be fighting but if you're just like somebody bumps into you at the bar or you fucking someone loses yeah exactly like stuff like that like that's ridiculous man like you need to grow up or you need to get yourself checked for anger problems or something because like normal people don't react like that now if you're standing up for someone who is like getting like abused like there's those situations where sometimes someone's being verbally abusive to someone like they're yelling at like a waiter or like a customer service and you're like sometimes someone steps in and like hey it's not that person's fault you need yeah. to calm the fuck down I'll, like i would do something like that if i saw it happening and but like, even then i felt like it if i felt like me intervening is actually going to make a difference and i'll do it but if i like just feel like i'm going to say something to this guy and he's just going to be yelling at me and another person <laughs> you know like, what i mean it's like why am i even going to get involved mm-hmm. you know like that's how i look at things and like i'm a real like 
fuck it, just keep to myself. Like, if it's not going to affect me, like, I don't need to get involved kind of guy. So I think I've just seen too many videos of people being shot. Oh, yeah. <laughs> over less. this like, oh, yeah, man. No. Like, I, I had a little, like, run in the other day where I was, um, I was riding, I've been riding my bike to work a few times, like a week, sometimes at least two to three. And on the way home, I was doing a safe lane change on the back roads of like a trucking area. And this car is like coming down, I guess. And they're pretty far away. But, you know, like apparently they were coming way faster than I was anticipating. But like they super like, like overtook me like super close out of nowhere. Yeah. And like. To like the point the bike, where that shit's scary. Yeah, and they're and they were doing that on purpose because like it was maybe about two, not eh, I'll be generous, about a cool 150 yards. Oh, so they had room. Yeah, so they had room and they saw me. You know, I have my lights blinking and I have my hand out and it's not like it's anything crazy, but again, motherfuckers be dipping around this People shit. People in like LA hate bikers, man. Like, yeah. I've, I've witnessed somebody in front of me just straight flip a biker off just because he was riding a bike next to the guy. Like, it's like, dude, like. No, no reason. And I was, like, yeah. I was like, I was like, oh, it's a stop sign, and there's about three cars there. And I was like, oh, I can catch this motherfucker. And then I was like, and then I got almost to the car, and I stopped. And I was like, wait a minute, what if he has a gun? Yeah. And he's just like, you know what? Fuck this guy. Yeah. Right. It's a good day to just like, because obviously he works in one of these shitty shipping like shipping fucking places. Yeah. So he's like, I just don't give a fuck right now. I ain't gonna take no shit from some back and forth fucking on a bike. It's that like, we like transitioned into this because a second ago I was like, oh, I don't feel like I'm a violent guy, but like, man, you get me in the car, I'm like, man, the fuck you, like fucking go, like you know, I get mad road rage for no reason, and I feel like it's just like growing up driving in this area where it's like always traffic in la and this and that and like you got to be aggressive because like i'll meet people from other places and they're just like yo like it's cool just go but you, flow and but you would say that you like work in a in a violent industry i wouldn't even say that that's mislabeled as a violent industry i mean there's probably violent people in the industry but there's also really good people in the industry and if you have a good sense of character you could easily avoid the violent people that's really and good like, to hear i being young, I've been in altercations or like, you know, I had a shotgun thrown in my face for an eighth of weed from like, you know, people across town and like from stupid shit like that. Dude, and like, bro, if you can't pay for it, I'll pay for it. That's not that much. Oh, man. <laughs> they called me. They're like, hey, we need like a pound. I was like, I don't have a pound. They're like, what do you have? I was like, an ounce maybe? I don't know. Let me go home and see. They're like, I'll oh, we'll take it. Then like I got home and I was like, hey, I only have like an eighth. They're like, we'll take it. And like in my mind, I was like, yo, this is weird. They went from a pound to an eighth. Like nobody does that. So I was like, all right. And like me being greedy and wanting like, oh, the fuck, let me get that 50 bucks for that eighth. Like, you know, and like I was 18, you know, 50 bucks was a lot at the time. So I went down and I left my wallet in the, or I, I didn't even leave my wallet. I had my wallet on me, but I like emptied my pockets of like most of my shit. And I hopped in the car and they were like, oh, we want to weigh it out. I was like, dude, it's an eighth. Like, you think I'm the Jackie one an eighth? And he was like, yeah. So he, I put it on the scale and they threw a shotgun in my face. And I was just like, for some reason, I wasn't even scared. I was thinking, just cock it one more time. Like, show me that it's not loaded or something. And I was like, what are you going to do? Like, you going to fucking shoot me? And they were just like, uh, fucking give me your wallet. And I was like, fuck you. Let me out of the car. Fuck you. That's all I kept saying is fuck you. Cause like, I'm like, they're not going to shoot me right now over this in the, like, over a couple grams of weed. They're just, being, you know what I mean? So in the end, I was like, here's my wallet. And I like, I said something like. Like, I, I don't know why my brain works the way it does, but I was like, hey, could I have my ID? I don't want to go to the DMV again because I have just <laughs> went to the DMV and just did in a long line for my ID. 
So I was like, fuck, man. Like, this I just got that. Yeah, dude. I was like, I don't have, like, credit cards. Like, I don't have, like, fucking 18. So, like, in my mind, that's all I have is, like, an ID in there and, like, fucking maybe, like, $20 or some shit. So I was like, fuck it. Like, give me the ID. They were like, fuck you. I was like, all right, let me out of the car. And they just unlocked the car. And the dude sitting next to me got out and let me out. And I, like, fucking, like, went to go punch him. And he kind of dodged me and, like, got in the fucking car. And they drove away. You got some fucking balls on <laughs> you. Like, but I feel you so much. Like, when the, when you just said right now, I don't want to go back to the DMV. That touched my soul. Because oh, yeah, I feel I you on that. I would not want to go back to the DMV to get an ID. Especially if I just went back to get Oh, dude. Like, it, it, had pro- it was probably, like, a week and a half ago. You know? Like, it, I sat there for, like, two hours just to, like, get a picture taken and get that shit in the mail. And then as soon as I get it, someone's going to take it. I was like, come on, dog. Like, what do you need my ID for? You know? Like, take the money. You don't need my fucking ID. Like, they just took it to be dick. They probably threw it out at the car, like, down the fucking street. I haven't had anything as dramatic as having a gun put to my face, but um, I did have something similar. Like, uh, someone uh, returned my wallet in Lorabeer at, uh, at my middle school. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, they had my ID in it, all, like, my stuff, but all my money was gone, but they still had the nerve to, like, return the wallet. Because I, I had about, like, $25 in there, and I was like, ah, shit. I've done that before. I found a wallet at of the park down the street, Decker. <laughs> and I remember, like, at the time, I was just like, dude, like, I found this. I'm going to do the right thing. There was credit cards and stuff. I didn't take the credit cards. I just took the cash. It was probably, like, $60, $70. And I walked to the house and put it in their mailbox. And you know what I mean? And, like, kept the cash and just took off. Because, like, they had to. it was in the park right here in the neighborhood. They had to have been, like, walking their dog or something and lost the wallet. So it wasn't far from the park. And I don't know. I felt like I was doing the right thing. But maybe me taking the cash was probably fucked up. That sounds like a very, that sounds like it happened to me. Did you steal my wallet? (laughs) (laughs) It was like an old dude's wallet. Like, I remember like he had his like ID. It was like, you know, those thick wallets with like the Mm. credit card imprints like your dad probably had for the longest time kind of thing. Like, yeah, it was one of those wallets. Like he was a man, but like he only had like 60 bucks in there. We took it and like, I remember we like went to the pizza place and bought like pizza and like. Comes back to a nice guy in a fucking tough industry where it just seems like anything involving weed involves cartels, mafiosos. Nah, and that, that's the, the media misconception of it. That's watching weeds and all that. Like, Well, now that it's legal, how is it so much affecting you to where, you know. There was a man recently in Chino Hills, I'm not Chino Hills, in Chino, who got killed in a raid. And he was, and basically he was hiding behind a door. Like a door was, basically the door opened, he was hiding behind the door. The cop got scared and killed him. And he has hands up. Ah, shit, man. Like, I mean. Chinese guy. Probably didn't even speak any English. Bro, that, I mean, a cop could do that to you. Pulling you over for fucking speeding is what I'm fucking finding out in this world that we live in. You know, like, uh, my goal is to be incognito enough where, like, they don't know where I am. And they don't, like, you know what I mean? Like, they don't know where I'm growing weed at. Just don't get caught. That's the game now. Where before you could be a little more open with it. And I guess talking about it right now, you're being I'm being kind of open with it, but Yes, Mr. Moon, but at the same time You're still doing it under the scope of it is legal. You shouldn't be persecuted for it at the same time because 
I I've personally looked into it. I don't know the exact figures, but I've talked to other people as well who have purchased property and they've gone through that process. I think you actually may know old boy. Um, fuck. Guy that welds. Oh, yeah, yeah. He was telling me the process. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He was one of the, like... He was one of my plugs growing up. You know what I mean? Like, and it's just, I, I, that's what I'm saying. Like, especially and, around here, like everybody who was like in the weed game. So to be legit, before it was like an industry, like we all knew each other and then it evolved into an industry, you know, I guess that's kind of what I wanted to really talk to you about, because I have a conspiracy theory about this, almost like um, Marlboro coming out with a green pack of uh, fucking cigarettes. Act, you know, yeah. not cigarettes, but the, joints. They're not going to do that until it's federally legal. Yeah. Like in but, Canada, they might. But you know that it's like, it's already in motion. I bet all their plants are retrofitted. They're retrofitting for the future and oh, they yeah. know weed is the future, which is going to be unfair to people like you that actually care about it to do it on a small scale. Marlboro will never, ever, ever grow top quality weed. Like Explain. All- there's good weed and there's bad weed and on the scale they're gonna grow it no one could grow good weed on that scale and they're probably they're gonna like like if you know tobacco which like i'm not a tobacco expert but like there's really nice and fine tobacco that people smoke and then there's like marble fucking cigarettes which is like the turd of tobacco that they scrape up and pump with chemicals and this and that you know what i mean and real connoisseurs of weed are gonna be looking for like the fucking cuban cigars and shit like that that are like hand rolled and grown on like a nice farm and this and that and people who are just looking to get high at recreationally at like a party real quick or that's what i'm people saying who buy pre-rolls you know what i mean are gonna be buying marble packs of cigarettes and shit like that and like i think there's always gonna be a demand for quality and there's always like me like i'm always gonna want something good you know what i mean i'm never gonna be happy with like a a pre-roll per, per se yeah i would never fucking do that yeah even I, if it's like the best fucking weed in the pre-roll like, i pass I, on them now yeah, I, I like i like looking and holding the weed and you know what i mean like it's like a whole thing i'm a connoisseur it's like the way people are with wine how they smell it and put it in their mouth and taste it and this and that like there's a whole thing with weed too or like you know it's like uh endorphins or something that smelling it kicks off or something i don't know the science behind it but yeah well I've been hearing that they want to pitch the idea that weed should be treated as wine in California. How do you feel about that being the new type of tax on growers? Uh, it's Gra- hard, man, because it's already really overly taxed. And like, I don't, I'm not really sure how wine is taxed. If it's going to tax it less than it already is for weed, then I guess that's good. Put- but if not, then... Put it in the same category, because I guess wine has a different type of tax. But nothing than is taxed alcohol. as much as we like from a grower's end. It, it's like a forty-seven percent tax or something like that on the end of, you know, what they're growing, and like that's you know that's a lot. You're losing half your harvest. You know that's why a lot of people are in the black market because you can grow and still get what you're making. You still have all the buyers that were there before. You know what I mean? So, do you have a as someone who's whether you're invest, invested financially, which obviously you are, 
but you are invested within this weed industry and the weed culture. What do you think would be your ultimate your ultimate push to make this a uh, a more sound industry? Because it sounds like you know the government wants to get theirs, and you know they're gonna get theirs. But I know I avoid personally the legal shops because they charge you up the ass in tax exactly. and it's, it's that's, ridiculous that's the like the government needs to tax less and then they need to issue more licenses because right now they're only issuing licenses to like a handful of people and it's not even the government it's like they legalize it in california but like six cities are letting people grow weed in it you know what i mean and that's limiting it's a lot of people who have been in the industry and had you know thought they'd have the opportunity to do something aren't getting the opportunity because it's too expensive to get in it you lose you're not going to be making profit for a long time which is pretty normal for any business that's just starting you know but as a marijuana grower people are used to making their profit back like you know their return on investment after the first harvest because that's just how it's been so like for people to transition from one to the other it's kind of hard but I don't know like i'm not a big fan of legalizing it i'm not like it, it did a lot of bad in my opinion and i'm not like i'm not a lawmaker where i can think of like this is how to fix it because i i'm really not sure honestly i'm really not sure hmm well i mean there's too many flaws you know there's too there's right now there's a bill that they're trying to pass as like to counter the weed one that passed already mm -hmm. it's like a completely new bill and like it's pretty much written with like less it's just a lot less rules to it because this one is overregulated, and with it being overregulated, it's hard for anybody to get in without billion dollar investors and now what would be the new regulation they're trying to push? I mean, I, I, I get it. Like no one with McDonald's money should be the only person allowed to open up a weed dispensary and sell weed. It should be the same equivalent as someone that wants to open up their own liquor store, or yeah. their own mom and pop shop. And there sh it should be treated as the health board or like, let's just say, uh, yeah, for the health, actually, yeah, it should be treated like a restaurant so to say because all you are is selling weed and most people nowadays want to have some type of a lounge so if you put the tax on it is let's just say either the ability to sell like you need a liquor license to sell liquor you need a liquor license to sell weed yeah maybe just lower the classification because we all know weed isn't as dangerous as alcohol yeah yeah for sure still got to be 21 in order to go in but it shouldn't cost the same when we know that it's like, yo, My weed worry is... about like them changing the classification on a federal level is that the FDA is going to take over and then it's going to turn into like a pharmaceutical kind of thing. And like they're going to want to make it a medical thing as opposed to like a recreational thing. And you know well, what I mean? How like, do you feel about the FDA then? Even the FDA, like I, the FDA has been so against it for so long for them to turn around and be like, you know, like this is good now. It's going to take a lot of time for them to get it right you know what i mean because like it's not like they're making they're doing like research or anything i mean they could be but like the, openly they're really not checking and testing a lot of stuff with weed so i don't know i'm not like i i feel weird about it like i feel like the government 
I don't like them being involved in anything, but they're going to be involved anyways. And I just want them to do it right. And I don't think they will ever do it right. I think it'll take some time. I'm just worried about what's going to be implemented and what's going to be put in the fine print. Because it seems like even with our food industry right now, we have a certain amount of pesticides that are allowed to yeah. not pesticides, but like we have a certain amount of like, they just say like, fecal matter or like yeah like bug parts yeah and all that now all that shit that's allowed in our food and it's just like imagine what's in our weed that's we're smoking and breathing that's the good thing that's another good thing about legalization that i should say where earlier i said i liked how it you know caused a lot of like innovation in the weed industry Mm -hmm. i feel like another good thing is like at least the legal market they're really pushing testing everything has to be tested 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 and like as good as that is, I did recently see that they went to a couple dispensaries, legal dispensaries, and pulled samples from a lot of things that did end up failing. But like, oh. at least there's, you know, they're implementing something and they're trying to regulate. Where on the black market, these people could be using pesticides and poisons and this and that, and you still don't know. I like to think that a lot of people don't just because like. That's, why would you want to be evil yeah like for me like i'm smoking the stuff i'm selling so at the end of the day like i don't want to pump it with poison because i don't want to poison myself so wait a minute i just realized i can say this nigga's name he was on the fucking podcast like two episodes ago well this nigga tom he grows fucking mad kush and he's been telling me to get on that and i think i might be doing that after my birthday i'm gonna smoke real fat and then i'm gonna take a break and then i'm gonna really start saving up the money that um i would be spending on weed to um educate myself on the process of growing weed and instead of buying weed i'm just going to be saving it to get a little grow so i can grow something outside and then eventually have something for indoor too because basically the way where i live my house is kind of fucked up where it has a lot of shadows and hot spots so it doesn't get all that sunlight so i want to you know, build a little like thing, put some wheels on it and then I can move it. So it makes sure it gets sun for the correct amount of time outside. You can throw some dank and, you know, a couple hours of sun. It doesn't need to be in sun all the time. Like a lot of like greenhouses or, you know, have a 50% shade on it or something like that. Like blocking out half the sun. Okay. I'm like, it it doesn't, you don't need anything too crazy, honestly. And I, I, I hate outdoor just because I suck at it. Every time I do it, I get some kind of like insect or something. That, Tom's outdoor looks fire. Yeah, I've seen it. It looks good, man. Like, and I just like the indoor. I think everything's yeah. a lot better because I like being able to control the environment. I found that's how I grew the best stuff is by controlling every aspect of what's going in it and the environment, the te- you know, temperature, humidity, everything like that. So for our listeners out there that are in Southern California and other weed legal growing states such as Colorado, Washington, Oregon, and other things I can't remember, what would you recommend for a personal indoor grow op? Um, uh, maybe like a four by four tent. Um, I'd say like an LED light because they're really efficient and you know low wattage gives you a lot of output. Um make sure the temperatures don't get too high that's the main thing you know when i was running a tent that was the struggle in the summertime without an air condition like i would just have to take the tent down because like once you know temperatures get too high your weed's not going to be good and just a waste of time and money just doing that i think that's what turns away the average person because again that hard work of growing it's like growing your own vegetables i'm pretty sure knowing that you can grow weed 
you can probably grow a lot of vegetables if you yeah. wanted to. If you I had like, your own natural, do you have a, do you have a garden? I, I've had a garden. In, in, in the end of the day, I'm not as devoted to it because, like, I don't know. I just love not weed. Sa- it's you not know, the same it's, thing. It's yeah. like it's like I mean, I could eat this tomato, but have you ever smoked weed? Like, I, it's like I'm not <laughs> eating tomatoes all day every day you know what i mean we're like i'm usually smoking weed like all day every day to some extent you know what i mean mm-hmm. so like it's just easier and like it's more of like a passion to it growing uh bud but in the end of the day growing anything is uh i don't know the word i don't know it just like, you feel good once you grow anything once you see like you have the feeling of like i did this and like i from i raised this from a baby to this fucking tree and it's produced this fruit you know like it's fulfilling See, that's a beautiful thing. And me personally, and I think I, I think uh, the listeners know. I, uh, you know, I'm one with the G.O.D. up top. It's kind of you know, where I swang with things. You know, I think that it's a natural plant that it was meant to be used for all uh, purposes, especially CBD. CBD, as I think, is like the hidden thing that they didn't want to tell us. Like they only like showcase thc and i think they've always known about cbd but they didn't want to let us know that shit and i think there's times where people may have been smoking bunk weed but it was just mainly cbd dominant and they were saying they didn't yeah they're like oh i'm not getting high and it's like well this is actually you're probably smoking a cbd strain like pretendo yeah and it's like no it's like you're it's still good and it's just like but we don't even see i'm glad that you're seeing this because like me and uh Mr. Is Tim Redhose have had conversations like this and he didn't believe me. He just thought, I don't know, it's just trash weed. I'm like, nah, I think we were just lied to about the plant from the get-go. I mean, there's trash weed, you know? But, like, I've also seen weed that looks really fucking good and you smoke it and it doesn't do anything. Dom has had that so many times. Yeah. And, like, that's right now that's a big problem because a lot of people are growing hemp that looks really good. And then they can't sell it, so they're selling it on the streets as weed and... You know, and like a pound of hemp goes for a lot cheaper than a pound of weed. So like they're getting a lot more for it. And like that's a big issue. But I don't think it's an issue around here. I think it's more there, like on the East Coast where people are shipping weed. Is there THC content in hemp? Um, I think it's supposed to be like under 0.03% or something like that is there to any be considered C- hemp. Is there any CBD in it? Yeah, that's the hemp. That's like where CBD comes from. They grow hemp to get the CBD. Okay, see, then that's the thing. Like, I mean, it's crazy. Like. Like right now, it's like legal to grow hemp. I think across the whole United States because they passed the farming bill. In Texas, I think they passed it too. It's a federal thing. They passed it across the whole United States that you could pass, you could grow hemp. So that's why, like right now, like people are shipping hemp across this country. But like, you know, I saw something where someone got caught shipping like a million dollars worth of hemp across the country, but the cops were saying it was weed. He was saying that it's hemp. You know, like. So on his point of view, it's yeah. legal. From their point of view, it's weed and it's illegal. It's and like, it's like, obviously, you want to smoke this area. shit? You are not going to get high like yeah. you think you might get high. Like, you're just going to be like, oh. And, like, what sucks is, like, to, for it to be hemp, like, it's got to be less than 0.03% or some. I don't know the exact number. It's something around there. It's and like, it's really hard to get that number. So, like, a lot of times it'll test at, like, 0.8% THC. And they'll be like, oh, that's weed. You know, like, it's legal. It's like, bam, no one's smoking that weed. We have weed that's, like, 48% and up. Yeah. What are you doing? Like, yeah. I think it's, like, it's that's the difference between the spirit of the law and the word of the law. It's like, fam, if you're really fucking me over because it's not under the 0.04% of weed, when we have the bombs out there, yeah, no one would be anyone would get shot selling that weed on the streets. Like you're trying to get people killed. Yeah, it's ridiculous. 
It's like, but that was the Snickle Fritz. People selling CBDs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's always going to be Snickle Fritz on the street because there's always going to be people who want cheap weed. That is that is very, very true. Right. Just because we want good shit doesn't mean, like, it's, you know, somebody right down the street's not buying the cheap shit. Mm-hmm. It's interesting to hear. And I'm glad that we could actually get this uh, this opinion from someone who's not just... Because, I mean, if, if I wanted to just have someone that sells weed or sold weed... That's something it's easy to find. I've had other friends that my Nick Tim has sold weed probably on the side. I don't want to say that he has or has not just because he's not here. But <laughs> this this is a legit businessman who knows the endeavors of the weed industry and has an actual input. Like you're not the biggest company. You're not. No, not at all. I'm, I'm fairly small in the weed game compared to like what's, you know, what's around now with these million dollar grow operations and stuff like that. Like I'm nowhere near that, but probably had like crazy, crazy big investors on the backside. Yeah. And like, I've, I've talked to investors. I had investors that were willing to give us almost like two mil to put up an oil lab. And like, we had a city that wouldn't give us a permit. So he sold the building and went somewhere else and bought another building. And that city was giving us shit. And, it was just like too many loopholes and like I think I either started working with someone else, which I wouldn't be surprised, or he just like got discouraged and didn't want to invest anymore because he saw it wasn't as easy as he thought. And you know. That could be a big misconception, like, yo, what the fuck? Yeah. That's crazy. And like right now too, when we were trying to find buildings, like people are charging four or five, six times as much for the buildings because it's in the license zone because there's so many, there's only so many licenses. And they know what you're going to make oh, from yeah, it. Dude. So like we're, we're cashing in on that. You know, they if they like make this area right here, like these. You like, know what? And that's a fucked up thing too because I feel like people should be able to work with people. Yeah. Like it's like, yo, we know what industry you're going to be in for this first two years we're gonna give you like a pretty chill rate so like do good by us yeah and then after like kind of like when you take out like a loan it's well, like like with our investor he didn't he only wanted to buy and like there was people who they didn't want to sell they just wanted to lease and like he's like no they're just gonna fuck us once we start making money they're just gonna quadruple the thing already from what like from how high it already is like that was his whole thing so he wanted to buy and like they're like all right we'll, we'll sell for 10 times as much as we bought it for you know and like it was stupid shit like that and i understand that's the business you know like people that's real estate you buy something you want to sell it for more and if you have something that's in a hot area that you can sell for more and you have a bunch of companies contacting you why not yeah, I feel like some people kind of lucked into it, like where it's like, yo, they didn't know that their property was going to be within that market. Yeah, for sure. And those people, they're just trying to hustle them over. But it's like, yo, it's like if you're trying to really do this, it's like you got to work out something with them on a both way. Like at the end of the day, no one wants to take it. It's federally illegal. So it's like instead of it being that, let's try to work with each other. But yo, let's see if this works out. You get a one year permit. And then after that, you got to go. 
or you got to try to like work out something again. But for that, like, let's try to make the most money together because that's all people are trying to do. Yeah. No one's really trying to stay at that one place and be permanent and have like a foothold in like some brick and mortar, like a burger joint. Yeah. You know, they just want to like, have a place to pop up shop and get their name going. The thing that was hard for us, too, is you have to have the property before you apply for a license. So like you're sitting there holding this property, applying for a license, not doing anything but paying rent on it or paying the mortgage. You know what I mean? Like you're just paying for it until they approve it. And we went like three months without hearing shit from one of the cities until they were like, you know, like we're not where you got. Uh, That's what I'm saying. Like approved. people got to like they got to really pitch that shit correctly. It's like, yo, it's going to be a tough process. We don't even know. We're not going to be doing we're just going to we want to hold our slot. Yeah. Like, let, like, you know, I can imagine at least like one point five towards the, you know, the average. Because if it's because once it goes and let that be a part of the agreement, once you get the permit. That's when we get to charge at least two times because oh, we yeah. know how much you're going to make. And like, let's do the numbers. Like, no one wants to fuck anyone, but people get so greedy. People wanted like $6 per square foot a month for like a thousand foot warehouse. Like, it was fucking ridiculous. Like, we're like, if you would have gone across the street where it's not in the license area, it would have been like, you know, fucking 20 yeah. cents a square foot because it's in like the ghetto and like. You know, nobody even wants to be there other than the, than the license area. Mm -hmm. And the license isn't a guarantee. So yeah, exactly. They like, should just wait. Like, yo, once we get the license, we're willing to like, then we can actually negotiate. But other than that, that's kind of a fucked up situation. Because imagine like you guys get a license at the place next door that is willing to negotiate. And you're in the same area. It's like, look, you fucked up because yeah. your next tenant may not be as qualified and have their paperwork in order to get the license. Yeah. But and like it sucked for me because like I like I have to learn how to write a business plan. I was writing business plans and getting like ROIs and figuring out how much like shit's going to cost for like all these. You know what? I did all this work. Yeah. And in the end, like it just fell through. And I like I think for me, I kind of got discouraged, too. So I didn't want to like proceed with like finding more people or somebody else to invest in and stuff like that. And you kind of been like I just uh, fell back into the black market and was like, you know what? I like this little black market cushion that I have right here. Like it's kind of like all the bootleggers back in the 1920s. Like, you know what? It's going to get better. Yeah. <laughs> it can only get better. Yep. Like, I, I'm going to grow weed for the rest of my life. If it's legal or illegal, if I'm growing for myself, if I'm growing for other people, like, I don't know what it's going to be. But, like, I feel like I'm just going to always be growing weed. So I just love it. Something bad with that, man. It's still agriculture. Yeah. Botany. I'm glad. I'm glad. You know, it's good. It's good conversation. You know, don't want to bore everyone with the weed talk. We've been talking about that for a minute, but uh, I am curious about your opinion just on some other conspiracies and topics. Right, we kind of we kind of touched on the whole we conspiracy of of the government and other big corporations. Before we move on, though, I had to ask you a question. How do you feel about synthetics? Like, 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 wait, like synthetic weed? Yeah. Like, wh how and where do you think that came from? Like, why did that take over? Because that shit's everywhere. People being drug tested for weed, trying to get high off weed. So they're finding like something else that, you know what I mean? And like, I, I'm, I don't know if it's true, but like, I, to me, I feel like it's just like herbs with bath salts sprinkled on it. Cause like, it, you don't know what's in it. It's just some chemicals some guys dusted some plants with and then sold it at some shop and once they get busted federally they're just going to change their uh, uh ingredients up just a little bit so they can you know 
keep selling it on the streets and like that's what they were doing with bath salts and i feel like that's what synthetic weed is it's just poison on plants hmm i i i I prefer smoking things from the earth you know what i mean like might as well be doing fucking meth at that point yeah i feel like cocaine came from the fucking (laughs) at one point even though it's like mixed with gas or whatever like it's still more natural than fucking synthetic weed yeah you don't even know what chemicals they're putting on there to get that shit yeah man it's ridiculous that's it's shady i don't trust it is what i'm gonna say so it's good to know that you don't trust it i know i don't want to ingest it again i tried it not knowing someone you know said that it wasn't what it was yeah and i hit it and as soon as i hit it like i tried to not inhale it but it was too late and i got mad and i was like fuck that wasn't weed and it's just like immediately i just stopped and i was like fuck like this shit just doesn't feel good and i felt it just like it doesn't nasty. get you high like weed it's just like this weird fucking feeling like it was just i felt like nasty and like i just feel like my body felt clammy and i just like didn't like where i was at and then I just, I remember drinking like a shitload of water and just like trying to like really like get my mind out of the fact of what I had done to try to forget it. Yeah. Because I was like, you know, at the end of the day, it's you like spice. That's synthetic weed, right? Yeah, that's what it was. It was like, and then I was like, why? I was like, why would you do that? Like, why would you smoke this? And he was like, oh, you know, like to mix it half. And I was like, no, just smoke weed. If you can't afford weed, don't do it. Just don't smoke. Like, is that stuff cheaper? Like, is that why people think it was like five dollars a bag? Like, crack. Like, I I, maybe that's what people are like. That's the thing people seeing is the price point. I don't know. I'd never fucking spend a dollar on that shit i'd never hit it like, like after that like i remember the smell like i was at an art little art festival slaying some art <laughs> and someone lit up a joint they tried passing it to me and like as soon as i was supposed to hit it like it went into my nose the smells like it's like oh, i'm good like yeah and i could smell was like that was a fucking like spice lace joint i was like yeah. i'm cool on it's like that they shit, even try man. to make it smell like weed they try to make it smell like shitty stress weed or some shit like mm. Like, it's just got this net. I am with you. Like, I'm not, I don't like it at all. So, did you happen to hear the Joe Rogan podcast with Edward Snowden? Yes, I heard the whole thing. Mm -hmm. The thing blew my mind, man. I mean, it didn't blow my mind because, like, we kind of already knew everything he was saying. But, like, the detail and the extent that he was kind of saying everything was to, it's kind of just like, man. Start putting tape on all my cameras and, like. You know what I mean? Blocking all my speakers and shit. That was like he, but the thing is, even at the end, he was like, "You know what? There's nothing I can do." Yeah. I'm like I can't even. You know, if they wanted to get me, they can get me. Yeah. Like he, in the end of the day, like he was saying, he's like, "I don't worry about hiding this and that because, you know, like he's like, I'm Edward Snowden. They still haven't come and get me. So like, who am I? I'm some random dude in this Maybe you know, it's just California town. And like." You know, like, they're not listening to me. Maybe I'm Middle Eastern. Attention, everybody, I'm Middle Eastern. But, like, maybe that's why they're listening to me. I would not be surprised if they're listening to me. Like, I don't know. After the China comments. <laughs> and, I don't know. We've said some pretty spicy shit in some previous episodes. Oh, shit. I shouldn't have said I'm Middle Eastern on this. Now they're going to be, like, tracking me through this. Like, do some, like, deep state fucking research on me and shit. Hey, maybe they'll drive some more traffic our way. You know, follow us <laughs> on the Blog is Hot podcast. Whoa, whoa. New listeners would be FBI agents and shit. Like, oh, hey, shout out to the FBI agents. Shout out to the law enforcement officers, you know, listening to us, you know, the Block is Hot podcast. But, um, shit, where was I about to go with that? Um, 
the Edward Snowden podcast, he talked about he scrubbed through the dark net. I mean, like through their database. He says that there's no aliens. I mean, that's uh, he says that, but like they're also coming out and saying that there is. You know what I mean? Like they released that Nimitz thing, and then the Navy just said like. I mean, there is UFOs, but we don't know when, like, like they admit it. They're slowly starting to disclose it. Maybe he, I don't know. Honestly, I really don't know. Like the alien believer in me wants to be like, he didn't search deep enough. Are you familiar with the Tom DeLonge to the stars oh, yeah, Academy? Man. Of course I am. Well, I mean, they have like that contract with the army where they're developing all the like new technology for the army now and i that's that's weird to me that's some like government run shit like i don't know if tom delong is aware of it if he's not he's got to be blind but like you got like ci the like cia agents part of it and like all these like government officials are part of to the stars academy and we're supposed to like believe they're it's not anything that's government run and then they get this contract with the army where like most people who have contracts with the army are anonymous but like they're all wide open about it it's weird it's really weird i would say that when it comes to information to be leaked so to say or to have this information spread i would say that there has been a recent link within three not calling it a trinity because i'm just saying how things can potentially be leaked throughout the public through common rants mm -hmm. and people do circuits usually when they do podcasts i just know for a fact that all of them took place on the joe rogan podcast because you know youtube suggested those clips and then that's basically usually how i end up listening to the joe rogan podcast is do like suggested clips and then if it's a good person on the podcast i'll, I'll listen to it yeah he had Tom DeLonge, Bob Lazar, Bob Lazar, the fly, the pilot of the Nimitz, pilot of the Nimitz, or the I don't know if Nimitz, the, the yeah the the well the uh, the, the pill yeah the white pill, and who was the other person that he had on? Bob Lazar. Shit. Ah, oh, fuck. It's Sorry, fucking I probably me. Cut, I probably no, yeah, really yeah. It was the newest. That. It was the newest one. It was like, like that one would have. Like, damn. I mean, I'm Jer Jeremy Corbell or whatever, the director. He was there for like the Nimitz and the Bob Lazar thing. Yeah. But like, I feel like he was just the guy who like brought them. It was. But like everything that they talked about, like Bob Lazar, I went into a deep rabbit hole with Bob Lazar when I first like got obsessed with aliens back in the day because like. That's an interesting story, man. Like, nobody would have known anything about Area 51 before he talked about it. And, like, now we know it's a real place. Like, the government admits it. But, like... And that element... Um, 115 or yeah. 118 or something. He talked about that, you know? And, like, all these things that he was talking about that even back then, he was like, I don't know what I saw, but I know this and I know this and I know this. And they were like, no, no, this isn't true. This isn't true. And now, what, 20, 30 years later, we're finding out it was true. Mm -hmm. And, like, what makes you feel like all the other shit he was talking about isn't true? Why would he lie about, like, other details and then make, you know, mix it in with these true things? Like, I feel like he saw some shit. He worked there on some shit. There's something going on, man. Like, All right, now. I, I'm big on the whole, like, ancient civilizations aspect of aliens, too. Like, I think it goes way back, like... 
So. So what if I were to tell you? What if I were to tell you? Let me already know this. You know, just, just roll with me. All right. This is another theory. Because we know what Earth means. What if this is the introduction into the flat Earth? I have trouble believing that one, man. I really do. I like, I feel like we would have to be really dumb as humans to like not realize that we're on a flat Earth. And then, like, it's really big that we look into every other thing in the galaxy and in the universe and like it's round but like we're the only disc that like works the way that what is it like a spotlight in the moon when this like i don't i'm not huge on the whole flat earth thing because like i never got in like i couldn't believe it it's more so you have to look at what gal what the galaxy is and what really is space and it comes down to the idea is what if space isn't what we thought it is like have you ever thought about the idea of the uh why people would ever say the moon landing is fake yeah i mean the what it, uh, the first thing i could think of is the radiation belt thing the van, van allen like and I, i've seen a lot of the clips of it where it looks fake <laughs> Where they look like they're on strings and shit. And I mean, I wouldn't doubt it if it was fake. Why haven't we gone back? We went there, what, like six times? And then we just like destroyed the things and said it's too expensive to go back. Like, that's kind of weird. And then all of a sudden our focus is on Mars and we're just like forgetting about going back to the moon. Like, that's weird too. Yeah, I always thought why the Russians didn't go back and just like plant a flag right next yeah. to the americans but just make it higher up there they went there and there was aliens and the aliens told them like fuck off so they were just like all right now this is kind of how i think about the earth because extraterrestrials yes i think that space exists to a degree there is a height that you can go to where gravity no longer exists and we do have wandering stars such as our planets that we know of today and their moons and certain other ones now uh, didn't they just prove there's another star in our galaxy see that's in our solar system like our solar system is a binary star system i heard that they just create a, they found a new star system that was spinning too fast to be one but it is like so we're, we're finding out new shit every day Yeah, like that's my thing is like everything about space like we don't know for sure like mm. it's all just theory because you know it's, one day we could just go out there and be like oh fuck we we're wrong about everything i think outside of the wandering stars and moons that we can kind of see consistently we've always known of not these new ones i think the rest are just lights in the sky yeah but i would say like imagine have you seen that movie um battle um battlefield earth or something with like it's like john travolta's in it and oh, some other yeah, shit yeah that's it isn't such that the like, entertainer isn't that like the story of uh it's like humanity after like they lose some crazy shit. Bro, they get... That's the Scientology story, isn't it? They like the movie they made for Scientology. That's why John Travolta led in it. Oh, really? That's about Scientology. Why? How I is that about so. Scientology? Isn't Scientology all about like aliens and space and shit like that? Like the dude who wrote Scientology, like who started the religion, was like a science fiction writer before that. 
Uh, I don't want to use that as like an example now. (laughs) (laughs) I could be very wrong, but that's what I thought about it. I thought it was just like, basically, they were people that lived on an outer barrier that people couldn't get to. And like, we basically fucked up our world with nuclear warfare. And since they had the technology to get across and make contact with us, like they captured us as slaves and enslaved us. No, you know what it was? The guy who like Hubbard wrote that book, Battlefield, I think. Oh, shit. Is what it is. Because he he was a science fiction. Like he wrote a lot of science fiction about space and shit before he wrote like Scientology. Oh, fuck. Because I read that shit in like high school and I was like, oh, I get it. Like, because I I thought that's what it could be like. Because the whole point of the flat earth, like, I don't know if if you've seen the map, the Azimuthal equidistant map. Which one's that? Let me. I got. I might got the old uh, computer in front of me, and then I'll Is show that you the, the one that shows Antarctica around the whole, like around the whole side of the, like on every end of the map. I should say. Yeah. yeah. So this old map. So this is the uh, flat earth map. I know you guys can't see it, but just look it up for yourself. It's called the Azimuthal Equidistant Map. But like, who came up with that? Is that just like a satellite image from the South? Oh, no. This is what the um, the USGS, like US um, Geological Survey, mm-hmm. this is what they use is for the official map of the world. And this is how like a lot of like our GPS is set up to like track, pinpoint, do everything based off this map. I mean, that just could be a way for them to program it, right? Instead of using a 3D sphere, it's just they flatten it out into a disk. That You know what's crazy? Because that sounds logical, but it it's something you have to think about as it apply in practice. Like, there's plane surveyors, and they're told to treat every project that they serve, you know, survey, as if the world is flat. That's just like a part of their thing. But the earth, if it's supposed to be a ball, should curve. And if we I've seen the earth, like the curvature, you know, like, well, they say that you can't see the curvature unless you're X amount of distance high. If you go up to Mount Wilson and you look out there, you could see a small curvature, like just right here in LA. Like if you go up to the highest point in LA and you take a picture, you could like put a ruler on the phone and you could see there's a small curve, right? That's for a second. When you watch like, like you gotta think it's fake every time they show anything from space then. Oh no, there's like when that a... guy jumped out of the Red Bull thing with the parachute and he was like out there looking down. Like that was crazy. There's a, um, there's this website called, um beyond horizons and it has like the world record for distance in photos and you can see these really crazy mountain ranges and things in like the distance with their ranges and it's all measured and that's all fine and dandy but the thing is in my opinion science should not be applicable it should always apply on a on a general scale so the curvature formula that's giving at that they're giving out eight inches per mile squared According to those theories, a lot of these ranges shouldn't exist because of the ball. Like, you know, when something goes over the hill, you, you can't see the, you know, you can't see it. So what I was going to get at is if that's the case, like, let's just say this is our enclosure. You know, this is what we've been surveyed. This is this is because we can't get past all this cold shit prior to the internal uh, combustible engine. Our old school ships couldn't break through the ice and 
you can't drink the ocean water so you can't drink what you're sailing on so you're limited by the amount of things you can carry on your boat we can't traverse this like the guy that recently said he traveled across antarctica he didn't travel across it he traveled across like a peninsula yeah like so, a small portion of it yeah yeah so we don't know what's really out here now let me show you this ancient map because then, then you'll kind of understand where i'm going with this and then you'll understand what i'm getting with the, with the aliens and battlefield I wish you didn't tell me that all Scientology like <laughs> it, it's it's just related to it. It, it has nothing to do with it, really. You know, just written by the same guy. <laughs> just like, damn, like, I mean, it just he's oh. such a good story writer that he wrote a religion. Here it is, hopefully. So this is the old school. Like, I don't know if this is the exact one, but this is supposedly the old school map. It's not the exact same one. I've seen more detailed ones, but, yeah, but for, did they think for, the for time's sake. Back then? Yeah, this is yeah, this is back when they thought that the world was still flat. And where are all these islands? So that's what that's what the idea is. Like I mean, but how good were they at mapping back then? You know what I mean? Like I don't know. Like this is back in Like how did they map that? Did they go in a boat and they like went from point A to point B? Maybe they like got drifted off and found other things like I don't know. I, I really have no idea, man. But the, I, true. It's but, just like I I have trouble believing that the world's flat. Like, it's just like logically, like it just doesn't make sense to me. Like logically, it doesn't because it's something that you'd have to put all the pieces together. And again, I understand people say that they don't want, they don't look into it or they don't want to because like, it doesn't affect them. It, but but like every legit scientist who like legitly has a degree and has studied shit and like you know they for the most part say that it's not flat the people that are saying it's flat are like these youtube like i forgot the guy's name but like there's that one guy who like pushes it super fucking hard oh man he tried to say like dinosaurs weren't real and shit too oh, that's like, crazy um i don't know i just like i feel like legit scientists would like who are credible, credible people aren't pushing it like that. I have that same stance and I want to believe that to a degree. Cause like the homie Dom, that's a chef, when it comes to food, I treat him like a doctor. Like, yo, you're a chef, you cook for a living, you know, a lot of these things and you like to try new things. So if I ask you a question about food, like, and you say something, but you're joking. I don't know if you're joking because I treat your opinion like a fucking doctor. You know, yeah. like, oh, okay, you know, um, I guess tomato sauce is good on a PB and J. It's gourmet. No, yeah. he's fucking with me. Like, <laughs> but um, basically, like, there's some people. There's this one guy who had a YouTube channel called Ball Out Physics. He was um, a physical engineer. He worked with that stuff all the time, and he was making fun of the flat Earth to a degree. And then he started looking into it, and he started saying it was like you know what a lot of the things that we're taught like if we we put these formulas together a lot of things really don't make sense and someone called up got him fired from his job and like everything to the point where he had to take down his channel do everything to get off of youtube and it's like why are people doing that and it's it's one of these things where yeah like i, I could be, it I'm, could be flat fuck well, for all i know like it could be flat you're right man but like, imagine this all their money and their degrees and all that like i'm not saying that these people have malice intentions you know because at the end of the day we're so small and insignificant 
that this this is a question that's so ridiculous it doesn't matter like we're still going to work tomorrow things are still going to be done but it comes down to things that might be bigger than ourselves how our universe is the maybe we're in a different dimension whatever it may be it's yeah. like i think there's a lot of things that get questioned and ridiculed that kind of make you think like what's so funny like imagine this if you've been taught something from the ground up but no one's ever questioned it but you still get the right answer is it still wrong it's like that meme that you'll see floating around on like a on a reddit maybe or instagram it's like I don't know how you got the right answer to this, but I don't know how you got, I don't know how you did the wrong work, but got the right answer. And then like that type of meme, it's like the flat earth model and the globe model. If you, if you calculated them all both the same, if you change the dimension of the sun and the moon and the distances, both models are able to work and the seasons can work and tides and all that idea they can all work so it's you like you have to change certain variables exactly it's like who's yeah. so so who's to say which model's correct the only one that takes out the factor of let's just say god is the globe model and introduces the 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 extraterrestrial astro uh, you know aspect of something from another planet something from another world but the flat earth model or this like ancient one which shows you know this is the antarctic border this is the United States as we used to know it in like the world, you know, yeah. this is in, uh, Alaska, okay. Norway. This is the yeah. extraterrestrials, the extra terrain and the aliens that can traverse through our border or like, our atmosphere. Those, like are those more islands across yeah, exactly. outside of the wall? Exactly. The wall? Outside of Antarctica because we can't traverse through the cold yet because we'll die or our engines will seize up because the oil, the lube. So like when they're in the space station looking down... They can see this. That's why there's only been like 500 astronauts and they're all a part of like the Freemasons and the supposed right. Illuminati, maybe. See, like uh, that's where I'm with there with like aliens. Like I'm like, they are hiding the alien thing. But like, and what's to say if that's not alien, like alien, what, what do we call people crossing the border? Aliens. Yeah. What's that ice border? Yeah, you're right. Aliens. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. That's why I give more. That's why I like to believe in the alien thing, because if anything, like that's, you know, I like to believe in the idea of God and that when we die, our our soul or consciousness gets transversed into something crazy and that this is all a design. So that's why I like the flat earth model more. But at the same time, like... How about hollow earth? I, I'm, I'm down to believe in that too. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah. I just watched like a presentation somebody did at, a, you know, Contact in the Desert. It's like this, uh, if you're into conspiracies, that's like... Oh, what I they, need to go. It, yeah. It's <laughs> like where the conspiracy people go and give presentations and shit. I watched like an hour and a half docu or uh, presentation on YouTube of some guy talking about hollow earth while I was trimming weed. And like, he had me, man. Like he had me convinced at the end, like, cause like they come with like scientific, you know, evidence almost that like is really compelling. But, and I always think like, like in the end, I want to say it's the same thing that like you're saying, like you like to believe in God. Like, I don't know about that either. So I'm not going to say I'm like, like I, I won't pick a religion cause I don't know, dude. Like I have no idea. You know, vampires. Yeah, or, or no. You know how we have two different types of light spectrums? Isn't there a lot more than two? Oh, you fucked my mind up. No, I, I could be wrong, but like... I thought we just had like the main... Oh yeah, we do. We have like UV and like infrared. And yeah. Well, imagine this. 
like you know how the sun that we have gives that shining light and it's like or like even like the moon mm -hmm. like our moon gives off a certain type of light but the light bulbs that we have give off another type of like light yeah. the fluorescent yeah i think the fluorescent light can mitigate the moonlight as well as sunlight so you have things like let's just say the devil demons or evil entity entities of your lore like they can't be outside here because we start creating fluorescent light and that's why we have ambient light and we can't see stars and things that used to give mystical power and give off their light lit up now mm -hmm. and that's why like but in the hollow earth i bet that core or whatever sun is in that hollow earth gives off a different light spectrum which allows those creatures to exist and still manifest and create society yeah. and they're waiting for us to block out the sun with chemtrails or block out enough of the uv light to come back up from the from the depths all right have, that, have you seen the show um fucking it was that one on fx like where they the, like spit well like the thing would come out oh it was like the little, like, like yeah it was yeah fuck that was good i watched the yeah, whole no, thing it was pretty dope you. i watched the whole thing too um the hive the virus yeah 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 the hive shit it was almost like vampires it was by yeah a, there was like that one vampire who was like controlling them all and yeah yeah, yeah. so imagine if that was it like they like we're, we're causing us to block out enough of the lights of bo on both sides ambient light the electricity and then the sun's light with chemtrails and they can just come out and be amongst us and just like feed conspiracy fuck that's scary <laughs> some like halloween shit right there fucking have you ever read like Grimm's fairy tales uh-huh it's, it's like a trippy thing that like it's all based on like old lore and shit like the werewolf and like little miss muffet and like just old things that like we like the mermaids that we've made cute and like adorable yeah. it's like nah it's like those a dark look on them it's really bad I like that yeah man so uh, have you uh, have you looked into the secret space program a little bit yeah that it, like i'm i'm so enthralled with it i don't believe it at all like i don't think there's like a fucking star trek out there that like they're keeping secret from all of us because like it would have slipped up somehow you know what i mean but at the same time i'm so enthralled in the idea and it's so interesting to me like there's this guy who claims like they have this technology where they'll take you when you're 19, you'll serve for 40 years, and then they'll like revert your body back to when you're 19 and take you right back to the spot that you they took you from originally. That's why nobody knows about it. And it's like, nah. it, it's so far fetched that like, I love it. I love it, man. I would be more inclined to believe that we do have secret like technology that we've been working on recently. That's why like, like the TR3B what's that that's the triangle sh yeah yeah like i think that we have stuff like that where it's like okay we've been testing it we have cameras now that can pick up on it we have better light and access to it where it's like yo we yeah, gotta like, start releasing on youtube where people just take like an infrared camera and point it up at the sky and there's like all these fucking lights moving and shit that's but, been like, a whole thing with the flat earth community where it's like people try to say those things are satellites but like satellites don't move like that i mean you could see satellites like I've seen sa a satellite move across the sky. I don't believe that. What do you think that is? I don't know. <laughs> That's the thing. Like, all right, so check this. A satellite is smaller than your average bus. Yeah. 
and an airplane of a 747 is big and you can barely see that when it's cruising at altitude of like 10,000 feet. Yeah, but I, th I think it's the height and the, but a like the sun reflecting off of the satellite at that height. I don't even think like, I don't think the airplane is high enough to bounce the sun off the bottom of it. But you see lights flashing. Yeah, you see lights flashing. I, th I don't I don't not, know. Not from a satellite. I mean, again, I'm not a physicist. I mean, I've never seen a light flash on a satellite. I've just seen it look like a star move across the sky real quick. See, that, that I think is probably like a star or a craft or something. Because I just don't think that it would catch that glow. Because a satellite is at 130,000 feet plus, And you can barely see a plane. And this is way smaller than a plane. So I just, I doubt that my eyes could pick up that little shimmer and call it a satellite. I think it's more like, I, I would say those are the ETs that like we can actually see. Like I want to believe that, but I like, you could see videos of astronomers accidentally catching them on telescopes. And like, it, like it's a common thing people see on telescopes is a, like the space station. You could look for the space oh, station yeah. on a telescope. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like shit like that, it's really hard for them to hide. And like, it, it would be really hard for them to get it past us you know what i mean i do feel like there are secret like like i mentioned the tr3b is oh there's definitely said, probably a base like, on the moon or some shit oh dude there's something there's got to be something did you hear how they admitted like the, that like it's within the it's actually the the moon is within the van allen radiation belt oh really yeah they said it's within a, it's within it that's why we're able to go there have you heard how like the conspiracy of the moon being uh artificial like uh yeah because like it doesn't like there's no way scientifically that that moon should be orbiting this planet because of how big it is and how close it is and like all that i shared a meme on it way back on the page and it's actually like they sent like i think a satellite or something up and it hit it and it resonated like yeah. a bell yeah it's when the lander landed it like started ringing like a bell for hours they said it was vibrating that's why i kind of think like it's on that like um it's kind of on that battlefield yeah, I saw a movie once too where they, they I don't remember what it was, but they were trying to get from like the idea was they're trying to travel really far from one place to another, and they hollowed a planet out and they put all the people in the planet and the planet was the shit. Oh, I saw a shit. I saw a shit. It's because the sun was about to explode. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Shit, it's um. And like all the people. The ending forgot Earth they were or something. The, the Wandering Earth Project or something. Uh, something. Like and then that. like they got caught up in like Jupiter's atmosphere or some yes, shit. Dude, what was that? Oh. Fuck, no, I gotta find that shit. Like, nah. And, like, they, you know, what's to say they didn't do that with the moon from somewhere? And, like, somebody's sitting there, like, aliens yeah, in so the moon monitoring us, like facts. the Truman Show or some shit. The Wandering Earth. It's on Netflix. Watch that yes, shit. That's exactly what that it was. That shit was fire as fuck. Like, yes. It's six out of ten. Bullshit. That's because niggas can't stand a two hour movie with some dope shit. Yeah, it was Chinese, right? Like, what, what if this is just like a warning? Yeah. Like, I bet people ain't down to get down. All like, right, that's when Tom DeLong went on the Joe Rogan podcast, he was talking about how disclosure was going to happen. And mm -hmm. this is from someone I think is working with the government. And they're not going to come out and be like, yo, aliens are real. They're going to start making movies and all this shit. And they're going to slowly, like, uh, what's it called? Like, uh, train us, you know. Subliminally. Yeah. <laughs> they're just, like, going to warm us up to the idea. So, like, they people don't freak out like they think they're going to freak out. You know what I mean? Yeah. And. Um, keep talking. I hate that. Oh, I I don't know. I just feel like, in the end of the day, like that's what they're trying to do is they're gonna slowly make these like weird movies that we think are crazy, and in the end of the day, like it's them trying to push out like the truth on us. 
Paul went to the bathroom, so I'm just going to go back to talking about aliens and the secret space program. I think it's wild that, like, people out there believe that there is a whole Star Trek thing going on and they keep, keep it hidden from us. Like, people would be dying and stuff like that. Maybe they're, like, joining the military. And that's why, like, when people, you know, they join the Marines and then they get recruited to the secret space program. But, like, somebody would slip up and talk about it. And maybe that's the people that we see talking about it now. I don't know, man. So, but, man, the aliens, <laughs> it's really hard to just talk like this. Oh, trust me, I know. <laughs> Back to the aliens and disclosures, yeah? Yeah. I could. Sorry for the dead silence, I just went blank there. No, it's all good. We can always edit that out in post, maybe, maybe not. Um, pot smoke? I would say definitely. Um, you're a, you're a gamer, right? Is yes. it safe to say? Are I mean, you... I'm not like I'm a gamer in the aspect that I play video games every day. But like, do you play single player games? I for a while I was playing single player games because there was nothing really that caught my attention until Apex Legends, and then I just got like really like 100% enthralled in Apex Legends. Right now I'm just bouncing back from Call of Duty and that, but. Yeah, I played a lot of single-player games. I'll play, like, all the Assassin's Creed and shit like that. Did you play a lot of, like, the story-driven games, though, maybe? About, like, like uh, Metal Gears? Yes. You play Metal Gear Solid 2? Yes. I was always a big fan of Metal Gear Solid 2, and I always felt like that game was kind of predicting the future on, you know, 3D simulations. Like and all that? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I feel like whatever it is that they're hiding is going to be hidden within the technology that we start to use and start getting adapted to that's what they're doing already with phones mm -hmm. like they're getting us so dependent on this piece of technology that one day like they're gonna introduce something like i i think they're trying to slowly push us to, like chips in our bodies or something like that you know um by chance i'm not trying to throw shade or an insult at you were you, as a child, did anyone try to diagnose you with ADHD no. or ADD or anything like that? No, not really. Or do, do you know anyone that was like, they're like, oh, you're AD, you have ADD or something? I or? know people who were, but like, I don't question that they were because like, I could see them, they'd get really wild. We'd be like, yo, do you take your pills? And they'd be like, no. And then they'd take their pills and they'd chill out. You know what I mean? Okay. Like, I, I there's people who I believe really had it and there's also people that i believe were just little kids who got wrongly diagnosed you know because i've seen a little bit of yeah i was gonna get to that like, i've seen 50 50 and i think it's a lot of misdiagnosis yeah but it's like sometimes it's just boys being boys you know like short attention span like really hyper about whatever and they diagnose it diagnose it as adhd mm-hmm but Shit, I forgot, I, was about, I forgot where I was supposed to go with this. <laughs> um, shit, what were we talking about before that? <laughs> I don't Damn. Know. Shit. 
Oh, we're talking about Wanderer. PhD. Shit. Well, that's probably where that little segue was going to probably die off of. Because we're talking about video games. Oh, that's what it was oh, called. Yeah. Video games. Uh, single player games. I was going to get to creativity and like depth and storytelling. And how Metal Gear Solid 2, I feel like, was telling a story that was really depth and complex. And it was meant for an older person that was finishing games at that time because yeah when i first played it i could not take it in mm-hmm. it, to me that game was so fucking hard that like you know like i kept playing the same mission over and over and over you know like i, just, I remember that sound in my head you know oh, yeah. when they'd see you and you're just like Fuck. riding yeah riding. yeah or the one before, what's the first one snake 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 yeah those games are good though like you're right like the story like Good narrative, you know, yeah. made you think. I know you, I saw you post some shade on Call of Duty. Did you play it at all? The new one? Yeah. Modern Warfare. Okay, I have not played it just yet. At least play the campaign. It's short. Like, if you just flow through it nonstop, it's like four or five hours. Oh, it's a pretty terrible. Well, it, it's short for a campaign, but it's a well done story. See, that's the uh, that's the issue that I have with a lot of the uh, single player games now. They don't cater to it. And as someone who likes to sit down, get absorbed in a story and something that I can play, not just something like a Dark Souls or like a Witcher, a Witcher or something. Yeah, something where it's like it's a Sandlot open. Like, no, I want a single player narrative like a Drake's uh, Uncharted uh-huh. type of thing like that. Or even the new Laura Croft Tomb Raider. That was actually pretty good. Yeah, I've, I've surprisingly played most of the new Tomb Raiders. Hey. Or I've surprisingly enjoyed them. I played all of them. But, like, I always get into it, like, thinking, like, eh, like, you know, it's Tomb Raider. And then, like, I start playing, and I'm like, oh, yeah, it's Tomb Raider. Like, this is a classic. But I do want to play the new Call of Duty because I did hear that it has a really compelling story. Just it's very short, like you said. Play it on realism mode. They have a mode called realism where it's, like no hud and like you know you don't know how much ammo you have and Uh, it it makes it a lot maybe for me it made it a lot more like enthralling no that's 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 how i feel like a lot of these games are supposed to be played but now how do you feel about the um the multiplayer because i've heard a lot of mixed emotions and i think i know why it's still in beta i think it's broken what the fuck like it, it really you paid full price for yeah, that game. I mean, it's broken. There's so many like issues, but I think they released a patch today. I've been working a lot, so I haven't played in the past couple days. But like, they're slowly like they're working on. It. They're hearing what our complaints and like making patches and slowly fixing it. I think in like by Christmas it'll be crisp by the time they like get our input and start changing things because they're doing it. They had there's certain guns that are OP'd. There's certain things that are OP'd. The spawns are fucking broken. Like 100%. The spawns are broken in 90% of the maps. Like you'll come to life and die instantly because somebody's standing there waiting for your feet to touch the ground. Like it's ridiculous. But that also, if you played like Call of Duty back in the day, like Modern Warfare, Modern Warfare 2, you're gonna have fun still because like it takes you back to that old feeling. They brought back that old style of Call of Duty where it's not just like run and it like I feel like the last couple Call of Duties were just like how fast you could like flinch and shoot. You know what I mean? You just sprint. All the maps were the same with three alleys like left, right, center. You just sprint, shoot, try to kill people as fast. Now like you have to be a little bit more tactical. You can't really run in this one like you used to and like <laughs> like it's cool. I like it. I. I really like battle royales right now and like i think it's weird that they haven't dropped one 
but I heard they're gonna drop a free to have Xbox. One. Yeah. Oh no, they have one. It's just on um, PlayStation. Oh really? Yeah, for a whole year. No. Exclusive. The BR. Yeah. Call of Duty. Yeah. What? Basically, yeah. That's some bullshit. Whatever. I'll just play Apex. So. Shout out to my Apex players. Yeah, man. Shit. It's funny that you like, cause it's like. This may be a stretch, but it's like you sound like an abused housewife who's still staying with her husband. Oh, okay. But I he played, still shows simmers of when I they were dating and Call he didn't hit her. for a long time. <laughs> like, I was a hardcore Call of Duty fan for, like, a good while. I stopped playing it at maybe World War II, like, two Call of Duties ago. I got, like, as a gift, I got it. I played it for a little while and I just got old. They're all the same thing. Like, no matter what, for the longest time... You would get the game and you'd feel like you just played the last game but with a new map and a different gun but like nothing felt different for now it feels different but i mean <sighs> normally when i find the game i'm gung-ho and i'm stuck to it this game i'm bouncing back and forth between this game and another game so that might say something too like you, you know what it is with me and you may agree you may disagree you may see this as being initiative um with call of duty I stopped playing Call of Duty at Call of Duty World War Three, and I got Battlefield Three, and I was like, I'm because I was done with the three lane system. I was yeah. done with the, like it just it didn't wasn't like challenging. I just feel like it was just running gun spray. There was no tactics. No one's communicating on like what to do. Even on like search and destroy, everyone's kind of doing their own thing in camping positions. Yeah, see that's how I feel about Call of Duty right now. Where I was saying I bounce back and forth when I'm playing alone. I'm playing Call of Duty. Mm -hmm. If I have like friends online, we're playing Apex. Because like Call of Duty, like it's not a team game. Like as much as they're trying to make it a team game, like it's not. Now, I think also, because you said it earlier, is like it's in beta. And I think that's unacceptable from a $60 retail game. I yeah. think that you should be getting a complete product. But I think they thought it was a complete product until they had this many people actually playing it and finding the things that are broken. Yeah. Well, they definitely needed a longer testing period, but. Mm -hmm. I'm going to get back to the meat and potatoes because you started out with, you said you hate on a lot of Call of Duty. And it's like, I don't hate on Call of Duty. I hate on Call of Duty players for not admitting to what, what they play is not tactical realism. It's running gun arcade. It's an arcade shooter. It's like, I mean, I just said all the Call of Duties, I felt like that's all it is, right? You just run, find somebody, unload and shoot. Like it takes but no skill for the most part. Remember how it used to be? Cause like, I remember Profusi like talk shit on Halo. Cause like, oh, Halo is just an arcade running gun spray. It was like, that's what Call of Duty is Halo now. Halo took skill though, because Halo didn't have uh, a, what's it called when the- Yeah, ADS? Yeah, no, not, it, it had ADS. Uh, Damn it. Uh, I keep wanting to say aimbot, but it's not an aimbot. It's a uh, aim assist. Aim assist, yeah. Yeah. Back in the day. Now there it has aim no, assist. Oh, yeah. Back in the day, like Halo 3 had no aim assist. So, like, when you're trying to hit people's head, like, that was all you. And, like, it, you know, sometimes you're just bouncing back and forth. Like, I think that's why a lot of people, like, got big into Call of Duty because, like, it had little things that helped new players but now imagine like when you when you have something that's working for you for so long i think what happened was because this is how the conversation started i talk shit on a on call of duty and i do i'm an escape from tarkov player i'm not the best player but i love the game for its tactical realism everything about the game i think is just beautiful and i think a lot of people if they played it they'd realize it's a way more competitive and tactical game 
and but they're limiting their user base by only having it on PC. It's it's an indie developer. That's the only okay. thing. I was gonna yeah. say, does it is it like too much to run on a console? Like, can a console not handle it? It. I don't think right now a console could. Like next could gen, possibly. probably. Yeah. yeah, yeah, definitely. The PS5 could handle it, but just the gameplay is better, and you have to play it with a mouse and keyboard. After this, I'll even show it to you. But like, this is like. I'm like, I think mouse and keyboard's like elite mm -hmm. when it comes to like, uh, first person shooters. Like that's, like. Even oh, yeah. with Call of Duty, like if I hop into a room now that it's cross-platform and I see someone's using a mouse and keyboard, my first like thought in my head is like, "Fuck!" Like they are, they have a yeah, they have an edge. Us. Yeah. So check this: Escape from Tarkov, games like Squad, all these. Oh, you got Justin from the back. All these tactical mill sims like Arma Three that involve military shooters that shit on Call of Duty. All the memes on Reddit and forums like 4chan, like. Call of Duty got salty and they tried to make their game not for their audience, but to please people that shit on it by bringing the time to kill down, yeah. making it more tactful. You can't just run and gun. And the people that really are Call of Duty diehards, they don't like that shit. They like to have that arcade. Yeah, feel. but like I think the people who started in Modern Warfare 2 and Modern Warfare 1 and all that. Like, I think they're the, really digging this. Oh, yeah. Because, like, I'll hop into lobbies right now. I'm like, I don't feel like there's a bunch of little kids. I feel like it's all people my age, and we're all talking shit like we were 10 years ago. Like, this and that. Where I, like, when I played the last Call of Duty at a friend's house, like, it's little kids, dude. Like, you know what I mean? It's like Fortnite. You know, you hop on Fortnite, and it's a bunch of little kids. Like, that's why I can't play yeah. certain games like that. Fortnite like, just didn't get... It was... Too, Fortnite, for me, there's two things. It's too cartoony, and I don't like the, like... I uh, like first-person shooters. So I don't like the behind the back. Oh, third I, I like I like a third person shooter. I just didn't like how it's not. I like precision. I like when like a few shots can take you down. Yeah. If it's like one shot like headshot. Yeah, like for me personally, I think Call of Duty needs to cut the shit with all this new releasing of a game, all this other bullshit. They need to. Have you played kind of like um. The halo master chief edition mm -hmm. or battlefield how they have different tiers you can like go to a hub where it has one four three and like play like that call of duty now needs to be kind of like uh call of duty global offensive on pc and console where they I, just have all every single map kind of doing that because they're dropping 38 maps that were in the last call of duty mm -hmm. so like they're this game and I feel like instead of pumping us with like new maps and shit like that, they're giving us a lot of like the maps everybody wanted from like the last Call of Duties and like all the favorited maps. And like they're giving them for free. They just need to make Call of Duty for free. Yeah. Make the DLC cost like skins, guns, all, whatever. I the think fuck that's where like. Apex and fucking Fortnite have an edge on a lot of games is they're free and you like, don't have to like. People spend money just for cosmetics, and a lot of people are spending money just on cosmetics. And they're not even like updating the engine or doing a lot yeah. of crazy. Same thing with like um, FIFA and Madden. A lot of these games should just be free, and then you can pay for the extra tidbits inside. Exactly. Just have an exhibition free. All yeah. right. You want all the leagues, all the teams, pay five bucks, ten bucks. All right. Yeah. I would gladly do that. Yeah, I'm with like I. I think most games are overpriced right now. Like loot boxes. Oh my God, dude. Like I hated, like that was the worst thing to ever come to video games. So what do you think is, cause you're a console player, correct? Mm -hmm. What is your reason for not getting a PC knowing that you're, you know, you're not a kid anymore. You're up there in age. 
right now it's like to build a good decent pc that could run a game is just more than i want to spend on something how much I do you think it costs have, i'd say like five six hundred dollars for like a lower end decent video gaming pc you are correct it's, it is about four, and that, that's about a console. yeah that's yeah. a console and like the good thing about that is when shit becomes obsolete you could just pull it out put a new one in you know you could upgrade a pc where like console you got to wait till the next console comes out and you got to pay that 500 again and because yeah. that was honestly my thing like i don't know and like i got my console on the cheap you know tom hooked it up with the case yeah and then like got some parts through like Craigslist and shit and just pieced together, you know, good old shit. Cause you know, people have parts on the low yeah. shit that falls off a truck and just finding good sales. I got mean, a good rig. My Xbox, I, the week it came out, I had somebody I worked with who was like, Hey, I can get an Xbox for $200. Okay. Damn. And I was like, all right, cool. Get it for me. He Thank got it for me. He gave me an Xbox. He gave somebody a PlayStation. I was like, yo, what the fuck? You had PlayStations? He was like, yeah, I thought you were an Xbox player. I was like, I am, but I would have taken both, you know? Like, yeah, that for that price, nice like, I would have taken both, no problem, you know? But, like, at that time, like, I was just already an Xbox player because, like, 360 was the most dominant console back then, you know? That's a fucking beautiful thing to be able to just be like, oh, man, I just thought you were an Xbox player. You're just making a come up off of both people. Yeah, but exactly. I just feel like the and PC it, is It was the, that thing you said, you know, things fall off trucks. That's exactly what he told me. I was like, like, why are they so cheap? He's like, oh, shit fell off a truck. I've heard, I like, All right. I've heard that so many times. Yeah. But I think the PC move is the eventual move because I'm, unless it's an exclusive, and that's why I'm even about to buy a PS4 soon because I want to buy Death Stranding. I'm a huge Hideo Kojima fan. And... It's not coming to PC, but PC, you can always get games on the cheap for like sometimes even 10 bucks. Yeah. Way cheaper than console. And I also have a big group of people that I play on console with that I don't want to just like abandon. You uh -huh. know what I mean? Okay. If you have friends, I can. Like it's, I'm not just playing alone. Like I have like, you know, every time I'm on my Xbox, like there's a party of us grouped together and we're chatting, even if we're not playing the same game, like, you know. We like group up and we're talking and like if I hop on PC, it's gonna be hard to like find a like a new group that that is true. Play like that, you know. I'll, I'll keep it real. Like I see people on my Xbox like friends list when I'm scrolling through. Sometimes like if just just if I when I turn it on now to see who's on, it's like man, everyone's offline and it's like offline for like years. Yeah. It's like man, I'm like I've had my uh, gamer tag since like shit. I've had it since like. 2005 maybe like yeah. i've had the same gamer tag you know so a lot of my friends like on there are not active like i have you know it says a couple hundred people and then like there'll be 20 on but like out of those 20 or like yeah. you know there's still hundreds that aren't on that are just like dead accounts that are people who don't play anymore got like 10 of people that are actually on people yeah. like online people exactly and even then it's like most of them are just watching netflix and other shit yep. and it's just like damn like so many people from like playing Halo Three, yeah. Gears of War, yep. and just like, man, this is the this is back in like the heyday. It just makes you, it just makes me sad. It's like these were all friends from another life. Yeah. Like that's why Modern they Warfare exist. has got me excited right now because it's giving me that same vibe as back in the day, where like people I used to play with back in the day are buying this game and they're hopping on and like, you know, like we have a group of like six of us in a party talking shit to the other team, just like you know, I'm like. Do you think video games could be a cure for depression? Um, yes and no. Where like, I found myself in like 
slumps of depression before and i also found myself doing nothing but playing video games all day while i was in that depression and it did oh. not help me get out of that depression you know what i mean but i've also been in like depressions where i've go gone and played video games and it took my mind off whatever like you know everything and i'm just focused on the game and it makes me feel better so like, like i've gone both ways i think if you play too much yeah too much of anything is exactly. a bad thing and like I've, I've had times where i'd sat there and i'd play apex for like fucking nine hours straight just like you know nothing else going on i'm just gonna sit there and play and like when i'm done i don't feel like i'm happy you know like you kind of feel like you're just you wasting kill your life you kill like, time yeah yeah <sighs> Yeah, I've had those where it's just, you know, fuck, I'm just playing video games, trying to pass the time. But then there's times where it's like I'm playing it and like it's having a good time. But that's only when there's a because I mean, now whenever I play, there's not too many crazy lobbies going on unless I'm playing like a really tactical game like squad. But like Escape from Tarkov, that's a solo game unless you link up with people. But even you then, play like R6, um, what? Rainbow Six. Oh, yeah. Rainbow Six is pretty dope. I, had the free I, I know version. that's really tactical. Yeah. That's the game I would play if I was going to play because that's like the better version of like um, Call of Duty and let's just say Overwatch. It's like it, a hero shooter. It's what Call of Duty. It's a better version of what Call of Duty tried to do with Modern Warfare. Where yeah. like they their whole thing is like realism, realism, realism. I think Rainbow Six still has like a kind of a one up on it with like all the little tactical things you could do. I feel like Call of Duty is supposed to be like how Forza has the Forza series, which is hardcore racing, and then you have Forza Horizon, yeah, which is kind of like just kind of all open yeah. world, have fun. Street, it's like yeah. Battlefield should have been the hardcore like kind of well, version I'm, of War. Oh, oh shit, that's cool. <laughs> I'm just fucking everything up. It's like that should have been the hardcore version of War, and then Call of Duty should have been the action-packed Michael Bay version well, have you heard of about War. The ground War in Call of Duty um no what, what's that like is it, it it's battlefield it, it's like i don't know how they else have, to explain it it's they have vehicles and planes there's vehicles it's a giant map there's planes helicopters tanks there's five domination points that you have to capture there's squads of four that you could spawn on like it, it they're like i can't tell you any difference of it and battlefield other than like the engine it's really it's that's kind of lame like granted like there's a game i play called um called squad uh -huh. it's an alpha but it's basically like battlefield but way more tactical and to see call of duty do that that's what i'm saying it's like you gotta stay in your lane like they should have kept zombies in it yeah. instead of doing this ground war shit and that would have been dope like to have this more tactical zombies in these close quarter combat situations or just maybe like having a more intense zombie storyline in modern day like maybe they have to go into the missile asylum like bring back the original og call of duty map i yeah. mean zombie maps but make it modern day like you have soap all these guys going down to a silo to a bunker to where obama's now in the shelter with bill clinton and george bush yeah. and um jimmy carter just to fuck around like like you know, don't don't try to play into the Trump card and bash him. Just be like, nah, the past presidents, you know, make it. Be, be, be like, yo, Trump didn't make it, you know, but we have the OGs. Yeah. Whatever you want to do, because motherfuckers got... I hate how everything has been so political. How do you feel about that? Oh, man, dude, I'm so sick of hearing Trump's name everywhere and, like, on... Every, like, you can't turn the TV on or the radio or anything with, like, people talking and not hear Trump's name somehow. You know even, what I mean? I'm just so sick of that shit. It's like, even right now, we're talking about it, but yeah, it's like, I'm just... 
Like, no one can be president forever. Yeah. You know? And, like, it's for me, it's hard, like... I mean, is he doing really bad things? Because, like, it doesn't seem like he's really fucking shit up. But, like, he's a fucking idiot. Every time he talks, I just get, like, annoyed, you know? But... I think people... I think it's, like, as much as it... You know, because, like you said, I can't tell if he's done shit super bad. I think it comes down to that personal, like, complex of, like... I know it's going to sound fucked up, but... And I'm laughing inside there's those people that hate on a motherfucker that like get successful and they're stupid or they're, they seem like they're not deserving so it's like i feel like there's a lot of people out there that look at donald trump and it's like how did a dumb motherfucker like this become president or like how did this guy like there's like there's so many people out there that i bet have tried their hardest to become president in the most honest right fashion like mr goody two shoes or mr suck dick to get there or and, like, I almost feel like Trump didn't, like, I think he ran not thinking he was going to win, just kind of for, like, publicity almost. And then it started, like, getting some momentum. He was like, oh, shit. It was like that Eddie Murphy joke back in the day. He did it as, like, a goof, like, I'm just going to run for president. It's like, oh, shit, I'm I'm in the, oh, yeah. God. And then after a while, it's your pride and ego. You know like, you I can't think, back down. But if he would have lost. What a pushing force was, Obama at one of the things was said something along the lines of, like one thing I'll, he'll never be that I am is president, and I think like that just triggered something in fucking Donald Trump's brain. He was like, "Oh yeah, bitch." He's like, I, "You don't know what I know. Yeah. I can get these motherfuckers." Like yeah. he knows, and like he like I'm sure he knows shit. Like the Clintons probably gave him so much money for illegal shit. Like that's why when he ran up against Hillary, he's like, ah. "Like you know, like everybody knew. Like people knew that like he can play his cards right and just he knows because that's why he won though, low key like." It was him or Hillary, and, like, nobody wanted to see Hillary in office, dude. I was going to make a claim earlier that it seems like UFOs only happen around kind of stupid people, so to say, like, and, it, and not stupid people, but those that appear to be less intelligent, because I don't want to judge a motherfucker, but it seems like every UFO sighting video that I see, the people that are recording it don't sound the most intelligent. Know, right? Like, look, nothing, all right, yeah, right. <laughs> it's just like, it's like, oh, fuck, you don't make this thing seem credible. Like, it feels like a scientist, like, oh, my God. The trajectory, <laughs> yeah, like. So it couldn't be. It's 36 degrees Celsius you, on his yeah. like, It's like, why are no smart people recording yeah. this? Like, it's always some, All like, the people who get, like, abducted and shit, you're like, why'd they choose you? You know, it's like. Why does the news dude. interview the most ignorant yeah, ghetto motherfucker at a crime scene? It's if like, I was an alien, I'd be abducting, like, Elon Musk and shit, you know? Like, not no fucking country fucking hick, like. So, and maybe they did abduct him, and that's why he's like, fuck it, we're going to Mars, like. If Elon Musk came out tomorrow and deadass said he was kidnapped by aliens they showed him the truth tesla technology is actually alien technology would you believe him yeah i got just like that like, like no mean, questions to ask not even, yeah it's not like that but like i wouldn't like i wouldn't have trouble believing it is what i would say i wouldn't be like yeah right right off the bat like i said but like I'd be like, all right, I could see that, like, the way everything's going in this world. And, like, I already feel like he's fucking got some weird shit going on. The way he, like, like, I don't know. Why has nobody been as innovative as him in the past, like, couple years? Like, oh, I have a theory. I But they keep getting turned down by the government before they fucking. I think he found, because, have you ever heard of Nikola Tesla? Yeah. 
course. Of course. Yeah. I love him. Yeah. You know, it's like how, a big reason why I chose to do electrical engineering. But do you know how a lot of his diaries were confiscated and all of his journals were confiscated by the FBI? Trump's uncle. Oh, no. I was just saying, I think that he happened to come across one of his diaries and, like, focused on in on his work. I don't know what it is per se, but I think that all of his technologies are designed for either the moon or Mars. Like, imagine this. But does... Is Elon Musk even designing shit, or does he just come up with an idea and tell people like figure it out? He's like a he's like a he's like I want to go to Mars. I'm gonna pay you to figure out how to build this fucking spaceship. He's that's like a land again. He's like a DJ Khaled, Kanye West, or like a um, yeah Takashi. He just like brings people together. But check this, like all right, so we can't live on Mars, right? I mean, because the radiation and storms. Yeah. So what do we do? Under we have the boring Earth. company. Yeah. Well, he has like the whole idea of like the bubbles they're building and shit. Exactly. Right? That's another yeah. thing. And then what does he have next? He has. Uh, he's trying to produce like shingles for houses for solar power. Solar. We the have hyper so under the ground tunnels. Yep. The hyperloop. Yeah. Yep. And then oh, the Damn. boring system. Um, that was the two. The hyperloop was the, the transit system. Is just the flamethrower, isn't it? No, the boring company is the tunnel underneath i thought that was a flamethrower well no that is was the flamethrower but it's also like this thing that builds tunnels and then you have the hyperloop which is the transit system and then you have uh tesla cars that are electric and that you can put solar powers on to, ch to charge it yeah and then you can live underground or on top i think a lot of the technologies that he's designing are actually Preparing for mars. like mars and the moon potentially to colonize those places but where I would mean, you test it first? It. He said it. Yeah. It's not even like he's denying it. He said he wants to go to Mars by like, what, 2026 or some shit like that. Like, he gave a date. Like, you're right. I, I never really like put it together like that, but you're fucking right. Have you heard of, um, have you heard the video of, what's his name? Buzz Aldrin. Um, he talked about the monolith. Yes. Yeah, dude. So why else would we're so you mean, you know, and the same shit with like, did you hear about he went to Antarctica and had a heart attack and they had to like bring him back all fucking fast? Because I think have you heard about Antarctica. Like, what do you believe in any of those conspiracies? I think there's some crazy shit going on. In like how they found fucking supposedly they found like ancient technology or ancient aliens or like ancient something there's like definitely a base underground gods, like with white beards buried down there in this ice that's why they like the president like uh, obama went it's probably like the anunnaki or like the pope went yeah dude i believe in all that shit could be possible because why else would it be off limits why would we have the antarctic treaty that's not a discussion over it i think loki were kind of terraforming the earth yeah to get these things ready to awaken on some like godzilla shit i i think I partly feel like it's really what they're saying about like they're scared of like how the world would react because like it kind of would like smash religion in a way where yeah. it's like all right now these fucking god beings are found in the fucking south pole and that's like, what leads us back to the flat earth discussion because people say that the picture of the globe and i'll show it to you right here on the official Obama White House archives. This is about the new blue marble shot. Oh shit. So basically, this was done 2015, July 20th. 
NASA releases its new blue marble photo, the first photo since 1972. That was the Apollo 17 mission. So prior to then, every other photo that was released, even that iconic one for our Composite. Apple. Yeah. So it's like, okay. Prior to 1972, how could you prove the globe? Because we didn't have a photo. If besides, if we didn't have a space program that said we wanted to go to the moon and they just happened to show you that photo that people still kind of believe is fake. Yeah. It's like, people are going to ask, how'd you take that photo? Well, I sent a rocket up and take a picture. Get the fuck out of here. You just told you just sent a rocket up there and took a photo. And it's <laughs> like, so what did they do? Stanley Kubrick, he comes out with Space Odyssey. He gets everyone to get the idea of that possibility of achieving space travel. What do we do the next following year? We land a man on the fucking moon. Yeah. Granted, we had been trying before and milking that, but prior to that, we, I, I yeah. think there was. I think they really were trying to go to the moon. Oh yeah, definitely. And Russia was getting a lot closer to them than we were, and they got scared, so they faked it. I think I, I also feel like they did go to the moon. Like, well, here's another theory that I heard that oh, I really like. They went to the that. moon and the footage got destroyed, uh, like going through the radiation belt or something like which the old cameras or something. The footage got destroyed. So on in like a whim, they're like, fuck it. Let's recreate the footage in the studio. But then what about the whole Lance? Ar I mean, Lance Armstrong saying that there's a craft on the moon and they're looking at us. Yeah, that, that was really so weird. That, and like he got fucking passionate about that shit, too. Like he wasn't just saying it. He was so passionate. That's why I think okay, that the moon is in our, in our atmosphere. The interview when they landed and they're all just sitting there like super fucking weird. And then like one of the guys was about to say something and uh, Buzz Aldrin like, mm hmm. Or I think Neil Armstrong like hit Buzz Aldrin like, hey, shut up, and like he kind of just like. So and again, I I believe in the flat Earth, but I still I wanted to believe I want to believe still in everything that's in this in the sky and space because that's that's my that was my dream as a kid to become an astronaut and meet aliens and shit. So oh, yeah, that's why I still love aliens because like it one makes two. me feel like if we get contact, maybe one day I'll be able to like mm -hmm. go out into space because they're gonna give us technology or some shit. You know. I think they're like. The moon is within the Van Allen radiation belt, and we no one can leave outside of that. That's where we're all caught in, and that's why. And that could be the firmament or the glass dome. Nothing can penetrate it, and that's why when we sent up nukes during that period, like um, we were like kind of blotting out the surface. Like, all right, can we go through here? No explosion. It's like a watermark, and maybe even leaving many cracks in the yeah. fucking glass. Yeah, that was really weird. Why were we trying to nuke the fucking moon? It, it, it just seems like we were trying to see where we can break out of this barrier. Testing, yeah. And maybe that's, and maybe that's the but Van like, Allen radiation you belt. Put a nuke, you know, like you can't just like shoot a rocket, try to shoot a rocket through. Cause like you think they're trying to like blow up holes into the radiation belt. It's like, um, if we didn't know, it's like when you see something really, Oh, picture this when you're on a lake and you see it looking glass, like it's fresh, but then you throw something on it to make it crack and see where the weak spots are. And it's like, but it's not cracking. It's just like going back to normal. Like, yeah. it's like you're not damaging it. Kind of like in that movie. Um, have you seen um, Cabin in the Woods? Yeah, I can't. Like, I've seen it. I just can't think Remember of it. Remember when he rides his dirt bike off and he hits the, the wall and he dies? Uh-uh. I, I barely remember that movie. Seen uh, Chicken Little? Or like... Yeah. When like the, the hits, the, the, the thing from the sky falls, a little chunk of the ceiling? Uh-huh kind of like that like what if that was our thing like 
where this whole thing is a projection and like when you press the screen like that's like, the new like that's like you think that's the radiation belt like the no 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 I'm, like if you, like when you tap that screen like we're yeah, shooting it, a new it gives like a weird ripple like yeah and that's why if you look at the have you looked at the ripples of the moon the lunar uh the lunar ripples yeah yeah the ones that go across the moon no no it's like um it's a uh, like crow triple nine or whatever it's like there's a lunar ripple that goes almost like a refresh rate on a monitor yeah, when you yeah. fill yeah yeah it like goes across like yeah. so like what if like the firmament or the van allen radiation belt is really some type of plasma or dark matter and the stars really aren't what we think it is the moon is literally within our atmosphere, but we can't breathe up there and it's zero gravity because it's so far away from the bottom because we don't know how gravity works. We just know what it's relative to. Yeah. So if the moon's hovering up there because it's a man-made structure or a alien structure, you can walk on it, have low gravity, but there's things on it that know we shouldn't be up there. Whether you want to call them angels, demons, um, aliens, it knows that we're not supposed to be up that high. And we've tried to send nukes up to see if we can get through the other thing, but when we do, it explodes. We get crazy ripples, maybe some asteroids fall out and we get like meteor showers. And maybe we can send up things to get stuck in it, like satellites yeah. and like, but th that's kind of what I would say. And that's why it seems like once we found out that we can't get through the ice border. We shot nukes before we went to the moon yeah right like it was like before even trying to go up there they're shooting and that's nukes. and that's why i think that we never went there because no one's gonna put anyone that they love on a rocket and that was the whole point we realized that we can fake it like the isn't russians like, had bigger spacecraft to fly but no one can land on a, on a on the moon isn't there a hole in the like van allen radiation belt or like a certain like time where they can launch through it and they people don't get affected doesn't that seem more convenient that there's no radiation at all I'm just saying maybe like the nuke like poked a hole in the radiation belt or something like the like you know how we burn a hole in the ozone oh, oh, layer yeah. so maybe like the particles from the nuke like you know did something it, it made like a little window for us to be able to shoot through i'm not dismissing that i just find I, it to be a theory oh yeah I, I just find it oddly convenient for them to know that back in the 60s yeah that that's my thing like saying that now oh that's why maybe all our astronauts died of cancer because they went through a radiation but we know a hole we can get through it a certain then I can understand that, but no one's died of radiation. You can visit these ships that if they went through radiation would be contaminated. And I'm like, they sent like a chicken up or something, like a monkey or a chicken or something like that. And like, it came back like fine without any radiation. Who's to say though? Like, but that's like, just, th that's what they thought. It could have died like, you know, fucking. And it comes back to faking it. Like, let's just say they sense, cause they used to have, they made a Henny commercial of a guy from France, I think, um, who went up in a in an air balloon the first guy and he said when he went up there he said he saw a flat like a upturned edge he quoted a bible verse and that's the thing like if you got up that high and you were able to see like because remember there's well, only did you see the thing with the red bull guy went up in the balloon and jumped down like the longest parachute record oh yeah and it i can like live streamed you like when he was up there i mean he w did have a gopro which is going to give the of curvature but like you could see the fucking word like earth was pretty round from up there oh i can show you a little photo photo like i know gopros are gonna depending on what like frame you have it on are gonna you know uh fish eye a little bit 
But the thing is, it's like, okay, so this is the one that they show you, but it's like, that's what it really would look like. The flat, that's the, that's the altered, but they don't show it when it gets out. Like that, that's a huge amount of curvature. But then when we look at a weather balloon, it's like, you can still see curvature. Yeah, but even these guys, it's just, you can't get the whole earth in frame. But, but like, if you take a ruler and put it across that, like there's a small curvature. But how is that like such a dramatic curvature? That's what like, I mean, like there's like that top corner picture, like that. Oh, the back one of the strata mm -hmm. when it's like super curved. Like, I mean, that could be edited. It could be like the way they did it with the uh, camera or whatever, like. You know, like I was saying, like that could be just the, the GoPro's edges. But imagine it. how many people are going to have the opportunity to get that high. The guys that are in the what? NASA or the space program. What are they? Military personnel that are usually Freemasons. Yep. All those guys know how to hold a good secret. And if like you realize that was the case. And, you know, you're just keeping the secret. The status quo because eventually you're going to find well, out. What do you say about every other planet being a sphere? Who's to say? Have you seen the Everybody. planets in a telescope? I'm, I have, yeah. They look like little little flashing lights. No, like, not even. You can like zoom in on Jupiter and see the rings and everything. You can zoom in on Saturn and see the rings. Like So if you if you if you go into a planetarium and you look up into those big ass projectors that show it, does it not look like Ju Jupiter? What do you mean? Like it's all relative. Like it looks like a sphere because you're told it's a sphere. If I hold a plate up from about a few yards, you can you tell it's the like plate? a disc that we're looking at from the top? No, I, I would mean like I, every I think other planet is like this to us. I think that it, we're sitting flat like that, right? I, th I think it's a wandering star. I, I think that it is something, but who's to say with, I think it's gas. Like they always say we can't land on these, most of these planets because they're not rock. You know, it's, it's a gas, like a wandering star. So. And I think that they're up there for us. That's why with Jupiter, the naked eye, we can't really see them. There's certain ones like Jupiter's uh, solid, I think, because they're, they're, land, they're crashing landers or like satellites into planets to like get test results. Like they're like, like kamikazeing these things into planets so they could like get little results, you know? Yeah. So I, I mean, they're not all gas. Like they know some of them are solid, but like that's, that all goes back to like how much you trust the scientist. See, my thing is like, it's, it's not even about trusting the scientists because I do believe that all scientists are going in with good intentions. I, they're just getting data and I, especially like at, people at NASA, like they're getting data and they're interpreting it because that's all they could do. They can't go out there and like look at it firsthand. So they look at numbers from like these. And, and that's orbiters. the thing. I think that they're only looking at it from <laughs> one angle. And my thing is, I think that they should be looking at it at another angle, knowing that this is now becoming whether they want to call it an issue, whether they want to call it a resurgence or a phenomena, this whole flat earth thing is becoming a talking point. And I think that, you know, they need to start looking at flat earth models. Cause if we look at video games that we play now today, that feel like they're supposed to be real worlds, the calculations and video game designs are based off of a flat earth model. Yeah, no, that's true. I mean, 
but that i mean that almost goes back to what i was saying like is that just because it's easier for them to program off a flat earth model than it is on a sphere like exactly thing, you know like it, it does it just go back to the simplicity of programming well why does a plane surveyor who does surveying massive plots of land they're taught in school treat every product as if the earth is flat okay well then if the earth is flat when we fly from fucking la to france why aren't we flying over the north pole pilots have testified that there's no transit flights that go from north to south we only traverse from south to east i mean at east to west so like they'll never take a flight that takes you from the north side to the south side even though it'd be flat it would take way too long right no let's look at let's go ahead but if the earth was flat it would just be a straight shot this is the uh the flat earth map remember let's just check this on out if you were gonna go from Let's just say South America or let's say yeah, South America to Australia. You'd be going here and coming over right here. You can't do that. You have to like go all the way over here. Yeah, but like you have to because you have to take connecting flights like they try to make the flights know, seem like, like it's a globe. You don't think one person in their lifetime against the like grain has been like, fuck it. I don't want to fly this way. I'm going to fly this way. Well, we rely on GPS a lot. Think about how much we are like, on today. I, that's I, what mean, I'm yeah, I know planes it's like something that's, autopilot once they get in the air. Well, it's the like it's something that in the community it's the first conspiracy theory that we debunked the kids. We say that at one point we used to think the world was flat, but Marco Polo apparently sailed to what we call America now because he believed that the earth was flat. They thought since the earth was a ball and once you cur once you sail over the curve, you can't sail back over the hill. And he said, no, it's like we're on a pond. We're going to sail from one corner to the other. Yeah, but that's not how they measured the curvature of the earth. It's measured it with like they put the sticks in the ground and measured the shadow and like. Well, the... that's I, that's what I'm saying. When you look at the diagram, like the flat earth model, if you look at how the sun and the moon would traverse this, the way it would go is in certain seasons like summer, the sun, it goes um down. So it's hotter and we have days that are longer, things like that. But towards the you know winter times, it goes up kind of like a when you think about like a needle on a record, it goes in and out. The sun spins and it goes up and down. That's why you can get these types of shades like. So is in the flat Earth model, the Earth is the center of the solar system and the sun is the moving thing. Let's see. Right, let's see if I can find it real quick. Like, is that is that it, though? Like the sun moves and the Earth is stationary. Uh, no, the earth is stationary and the sun would be moving. Let's just see if I can. So the earth would be a disc it. on its side pointed towards the sun. Let's see. But that means if you go to the other side of the planet, then the constellations would change, right? Not necessarily. I, I, I wish it, least, it used to have like really quick, just like a like a 30 second little model where it'd be like, oh, OK, just so you can. Hold up. I mean, like from what you're saying, the moon, the sun would be the center. The earth would be on a on a curve, right? Like it would be on, like a plate standing on its side pointed towards the sun in the center. And it'd be spinning around that, right? Nah, oh, kind of. But then you would only be able to see half the sky at a time from every point in the earth. Right. They would all be pointing 
straight up at the sky, you wouldn't be able to see like the stars behind you. Not necessarily because of sun density. And then, and then at the next time, like six months in, the Earth would be on the other side of the solar system. Then you would see the other side of the stars, right? If like based off that model. Nah, this model. See, let's, let's see. It's kind of like this, more so to say. I just wish I could show you the video version because the video kind of gives the video version like <coughs> makes a little bit more sense. But this shit is like mad sense, dude. I can't find anything like coming up. So check this. So the, how big is the sun in the flat Earth model? I I don't know the exact figures, but it looks like it. All these like diagrams, it looks like the sun and the moon are tiny. Well, the Earth is huge, and the sun and the but, moon are really close to the Earth. Look at time zones that we have that are so-called man-made time zones. If the earth is a ball and a sphere and they show us all the time how like we have that line going across because we're spinning on its axis and the sun's out, how can we never experience a sunset like that anywhere? We always see the sunset disappearing from us more so like it's fading away. We never see just like the sun arc over. Like how do we have like, like God rays? Hold on. Like, why does the sun disappear over the horizon? No, like, how is it that we have these, like, perspective? Like, almost as if, like, the sun is at a certain pinpoint. Well, because the only time the sun is directly pointed at the Earth is at the equator, right? But how does that happen, though? Like, this, this point is in either the northern or southern hemisphere, so the sun rays are coming in to the Earth Because I think, according to their model, it's like 50 miles in diameter. And, it's and like, also light bends. It could be hitting clouds and bending. Just like when you like look at light in the water. Mm, that's one model to look at. But this one that, that we're talking about is just imagine if the sun, when it's on this, it's, it's spinning on a circular motion, and while it's going through... This is like their sunset, sun's fading away, brightness. That's all we have See, our time like, zones. When I look at models like but, that, it makes me believe it less. Cause like, well, it's not perfect because in you got to look, think about it. Like we've only been taught one way, but you just said light bends and it bends in a way that in the model that I've been explained to doesn't make sense. How one ball doesn't get light explained, doesn't get light everywhere in a time zones that we've created to where this would show it as the sun is fading away from us with perspective to where we can see it, but we're getting dark because light can only go so far because of atmospheric lensing and, you know, we're in so like water. To if do the sun degree. is like spinning over a disc, how do you see it disappear over the horizon? Wouldn't you just see it dissipate in the sky? It would just get farther and get smaller like a plane almost. Let me see. Do you, do you get what I'm saying though? Yeah, let's see. I wish I had these other videos like saved. Oh, here it is. Here's one of them. Turn this video off. This music, but it's basically showing you that like it's perspective and angles. Like if this was a sunset, it would be it's it's not going to be that same type of even arc. Damn, this is the wrong one. I mean like the sunset's going to be different for everybody on their position of the globe, right? So, like, for us, it's going to look different for somebody who's in, like, South America to somebody who's in Ecuador to somebody who's in Africa. That is true. 
That is true. We're all looking at it from a different perspective. Exactly. And that's why when you look at this model of the of this it would actually make more sense. Like this sunset is still the same as this sunset, which is the same. It's all the same thing. But who would have the brighter one? Who's going to have the different view? You know, it's like they're all experiencing a sunset along this weird arc because we know that the sun the, the light is directional and it can only spread out so far. So who's to say their sunset right here isn't the same as their sunset. But we all know that this time zone or sunset, it, it hasn't occurred yet because the light's shining down. You just have to, I, I wish I had the real video to show you. And when I do, I'll send it to you just so you like can see what I'm talking about. So this is going and then you have the moon. And again, the moon goes up and down on a up and down axis as well as traversing on a x and y axis and same with the sun so let's just say this is summer right now so it's really low to the earth so everything's getting hot and toasted but once it's winter it starts going up and the moon starts coming down and then when the moon is out everything gets uh, actually colder did you know that yeah when the moon because the sun's heating things up how does that make sense, though, that when there's a full moon, things that are in the moonlight <laughs> are actually colder than things that are in the moon shade? If the moon is being reflected off of the sun's radiation, shouldn't that mean that the temperature is either neutral or, I don't you know, know, warmer? I actually didn't even know. I didn't know that, that in moonlight, that it's... That's a fun cooler. experiment. You can text, uh, test for yourself outside in your backyard when you know it's the next full moon. Put something on a plate. Um, one in the moon, uh, in the shade, one in the moon, Is direct there, like, moonlight. No answer for that. Like if we Googled that, there would be like no explanation for There's it. There's no reason why the moon does it. It's like a cold, but we can produce cold lasers here on earth. So imagine this, like, I mean, it could you be can, a matter of something like dark matter that we don't understand. No, you know what I mean? It's, like the moon produces like a light and it's a cold light. But when we showed video of us landing on the moon, it was like a dull, dusty gray. Yeah. But we know that the moon projects light. It clearly does because when the clouds cover it, it gets dark. Er. I mean, it reflects light. And then that's when we had our conversation earlier about the UV rays yeah. and the light. So imagine this, like you can get this for yourself, get like a digital laser and get those two plates, put some items out like two empty cans. If you get a magnifying glass and you know, like you would do with the sun to kill some ants or something. If you do that to an object and then test it with the laser, it'll actually be colder of up to about like 12 degrees. That's gnarly. So it just shows that like we haven't been taught from birth, like what the correct properties of the moon are. And it's like, why else would they hide that? I mean, is it a matter of hiding or do we just not know? Cause do you think we'd be able to handle it? Like the truth? Yeah, we used to class. nuke motherfuckers. I mean, I, I'd like to think we can handle it because, like, me and you are having a civil conversation about it and, like, we're pretty open about shit like that. But I also think, like, there's people in parts of the world that wouldn't be able to handle it because, like, it would crush everything they believe in and dedicated their lives to, you know? So do you think now, with that mindset, we're talking about this flag discussion, but there's people that have spent their whole lives dismissing it not taking it to be credible just thinking to themselves well damn i fucked it all away not even questioning everything just absorbing education but not questioning my education and now some flat earthers are actually proving things to be true and now the government is starting to say you know what 
it seems like we're ready to have this conversation but we've like, known for a while does this prove anything to be true or is it just another theory as if that opposes the theory that we already have which people think is considered true i think at the end of the day that is one of those questions that we have to agree to disagree on you know what is going to be disclosure and what is going to be the so-called psyop who's going to be the shills who's going to be the watchman on top of the hill screaming from the mountaintops hey look up the time has come they're here or he is risen i mean could go both ways and that's where we're going to leave this one i am your host this is Famous Amos on the Block is Hot podcast. I am here with Lunar Farms, a.k.a. Mr. Moon, a.k.a. Go ahead and drop him down. Uh, a.k.a. Globface Killer, a.k.a. Steal Your Chick. No, I'm just kidding. I wouldn't do that. Uh, yeah, that's it. <laughs> All right. I just right, want well, to say thank you for having me. I uh, really enjoyed this. This is always good talking to you. Of course, man. You're welcome back anytime, man. And I dig it. Definitely got to play some games one day. Whoop that ass. Yeah. Show you how it's like to play a real first-person shooter. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> um, shit. What am I gonna hit him with on the outro? I think. You know what? I'm gonna go ahead and hit y'all with some. Music from my friends by Sky Zoo. If you never heard them, this is going to be an introductory, some pretty cool new shit. You heard them first on the Blog is Hot podcast. Thank you for tuning in. Follow us on Instagram. We'll catch you on the next one. Peace. Peace. To everybody listening to this, I appreciate it. This project is a story about me and my friends. Hopefully, the more you keep listening to it, the more you'll understand us. If you don't, that's cool. We'll be all right. But if you do, thanks. This is music for my friends. Enjoy. song change all the shit we saw is what we all became and we all that we got long as the song plays we hung out in front of the corner store got older and took it to the liquor store <laughs> money low so bet we wanted more only way will separate us how we pick the cost of course we know where we belong we know we're next to home but won't be long until we home see know that when we home we putting on where they can all see know that they'll adore how we adorn so as long as we loaded up with cargo whichever way the car go the outcomes of mercy a largo mercy upon anyone feeling mercy at their heart though my outcomes are merciless god flow god be with us our arm be bitches enough to inspire us and we days low for that loaf if they comfortable trying to see baby it's easy to adapt to what you be around 
around. Being next to A is why my aim will never see the ground. Being next to bro is why you know we all or nothing, right? Being next to Mel, we never fell, we never cut the lights. Being next to pesos was GQ and Bishop before they hiccups. Cause loyalty is nothing you can pay for. Love him like a brother, that man, they're like my brother. And if it should ever come, that that man would let a K go. So going for advancement is the route we would stand in. Scared of being dormant, so we grew what our hands in. Hands put together all the prayers people sent to saying, don't believe the hype. Don't grow up to be a nerd. I don't grow up and become a typical nerd. Oh, why you here? Like who you would every day. Lead them sitting over there. What? Damn, I feel funny even saying that. That word is foreign and my friends can never make me that. <laughs> Duly noted if needed, but no, it never will. Easy to adapt when you around whatever's real. So all day, always, all of us is forward, ain't a song change. All the shit we saw is what we all became. And we all that we got long as the song plays. All day, always, all of us is forward, ain't a song change. All the shit we saw is what we all became. And we all that we got long as the song plays. Yo, yo, what's going on? It's your boy AI from South Jamaica, Queens. I'm here chilling my day.